Hello, Internet. Now please, hold on to your butt. As two comedians attempt to talk about serious subjects in a not-so-serious manner. From the mysterious to the utterly vicious, everything is fair game. This is the Kilda Comedy Podcast, featuring true crime, amazing events, conspiracies, unsolved mysteries, and an array of weird and wonderful topics, all for your enjoyment. You're welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome Cheers. to the season two premiere of the Kill Demo Comedy Podcast. I am your blah 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 blah. I am yeah, your. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, man, it's gone like, completely out of my head. But I am your comedic babyface, KD Hinkin, and I am joined as ever by my fairly funny fellow funny friend from around the comedy circuit. He is the creator of the award-winning uh, poster. Met now, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be one tonight he is the creator of the award-winning post-apocalyptic metal treehouse as you can see down oh, yeah. the bottom there uh episode one to three available now and number four coming soon is that correct very soon now hopefully yeah should be end of next week it's out which is amazing really considering like one of the things you played on one of the the <laughs> the quiz podcasts was I mean, that must have been months ago at this point. That... And that is still going to be in episode four. Oh, was that episode four, was this? Yeah. I think it was yeah. supposed to be in episode three, but it's turned into a bigger thing now. So you're sort of <laughs> going to see a lot more stuff happening with it. It's quite good. And a lot more work goes into that. Kind of, like, this kind of thing is easy because you can just get on and you just chat shit. That thing, do you have to put thought into that? Yeah, it takes a long time to make it happen. But yeah. um, it's worth it, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but anyway, yeah. He is the man of a thousand voices, and not all of them are yeah. in his head. He is the k- killed him with kind of co- f- killed him with comedy <laughs> co-host slash Ford villain <laughs> extraordinaire, Mister Nathan Parrish. <laughs> fucking hell! Oh, hell yeah. Lean on you a lot more today. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I can handle it. Cool. Yeah, it's um, it's been an interesting few few weeks, hasn't it? That's one word for it, yeah, yeah. Mm. How's it been for you? I mean, yeah, it, um, I mean, it's okay. Um, yeah, I've I've had issues with Amazon charging me huge amounts of money for something that I paid for three months ago. Oh, yeah, I forgot about so that. That's oh. fun. They uh, they seem to think that uh, it was it was worth charging me thirty quid for nothing, basically. Okay. Yeah, I bought a gas fil- ga- pair of gas mask filters like months and months ago. A pair of what? Gas mask filters. While I'm working, oh, I use a full okay. respirator, mate. I've, yeah, I've got I mean, one somewhere I can show you. But... <laughs> is it the one you're wearing on the um, when you did the Bane yeah. video? looks a little bit like this. Yes. <laughs> First, I, I will destroy your city. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, um, yeah. oh, the South Park one of that. Love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Almost though your PS driver. <laughs> yeah, everyone becomes Bane at the end. It's f***ing brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But can you remember when Amazon used to have that thing, though, that they used to do when... um I think it was when Amazon Prime first started, and every it just got so many people that you'd go for the free month, but, or the free week, 
then if you didn't, you know, like cancel it, you know, most things would take the first month. This took a year. Yeah, yeah it's like £54. Enjoy. It's like, no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> this is a subscription service. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck they thought that was the, the way to go. I think it was just Bezos feeling greedy. Yeah. You, you know, when we were doing that Rantilla podcast, you said Bezos, and I was like, that's one person that's completely gone off my radar. I didn't have a clue who that was. And I, I, I know yeah. now. I, I went out yeah. and to find out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jeff Bezos is uh, is a strange man, as I've as I've mentioned before. But you know, he's no longer the richest man in the world. It's it's Elon Musk now. He overtook him. Um, yeah. yeah, Elon Musk. Uh, he, he made a statement as well. Actually, he was talking about uh, the fact that he's earmarked, according to Elon Musk, this is he's earmarked half of his money for the development of mankind on earth and like saving saving the earth and the other half of it is just dedicated to getting human humanity to mars <laughs> and like if that's true i'm totally down with it elon musk is my guy you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i'm fine with it it's just a weird thing to want to do though like go to mars mm. i suppose it's the next place it. to go to it's, yeah it's just it a next line yeah I'd do it immediately, mate. You want to know why? Because then I'd be the first Martian comedian. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, no one could argue with it, could they? And I'd be able to make my sketch show up there. I'd send that out to people. They'd be like, oh, have you heard post-apocalyptic metal treehouse? Yes, of course I have. There's fuck all else. We're on Mars. <laughs> I heard you've got great Wi-Fi as well up there, so you should be yeah, sorted. Yeah. Oh, what was yeah, that? Um... There was, I think I mentioned it slightly before to you, there was some Iranian, um, uh, ex, he was the, the head of the Iranian Air Force for like 30 years, and he recently retired, and he came out recently saying that on Mars, there's been a, oh yeah, an alien and human thing where they've been like doing research together, together on a lab. Yeah. 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 Interesting. You know. Uh, some I can't remember what it was now, but something made the point that if that was the case, what the hell could they learn from us, really? And it's <laughs> yeah. true. What could they yeah. learn from us? Nothing. Sweet fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> they can from, like, galaxies and stuff, and we're just here, like, oh, we can fly a bit, you know, we can hover, yeah. use ridiculous amounts of fuel just to get out of our atmosphere. Blow yeah, and, and, you know, quite clearly not be able to survive in the vacuum of space at all. Yeah. Um, we're not designed for it. We're not supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly enough. <you> know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do find it funny, though. Like, everyone talks about UFOs. This is this is a thing that I find really interesting. I think is, I if I was looking for a, a, an alien life form, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily be looking for something in a spaceship. Yeah, because like there's nebulas out there, especially like ones that you know that blow up in a star, and they've got particular types of chemicals inside them. Some of them have got exactly the right amount of oxygen, exactly the right amount of carbon, exactly the right amount of all of these other things that you need to make life. Yeah. So there's no reason if you've got enough light, if you've got enough energy out there, that something couldn't evolve to survive in the vacuum of space. Oh, yeah, 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 I got you. Yeah? So yeah. you could have, like, space jellyfish, basically, just wobbling about the place, just absorbing rays and floating throughout the sort of the blackness yeah. of space. That's kind of what I was How, thinking in my head. Yeah. It would be, like, just like the ocean, you know, just things swimming in mm. the water, you imagine. 
Exactly. And like the energy exists out there. The, the stuff exists for these things to survive. Whether they're there or not, we don't know, you know. But I just think, I think it's one of those things. Everyone gets a little bit sort of stuck on one idea of yeah, what this humanoid life kind is. Of effect. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, but like you can have silicon based life that had copper blood and breathed. Um, there's something else you can use as, as opposed to oxygen to get the same thing done with a hemoglobin that we've got examples of on Earth, if you know. Uh, it's really yeah, interesting. Yeah. There was one. Um, it could be ammonia or something like that. I can't remember. It was ammonia based for water. That was it as well. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about one where they found it in something to do with water. But I felt like I don't know if it was silicone based or. Now you said that. That's in my head. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's technically like I remember reading it because they the headline was saying that we found aliens on Earth and technically they're not carbon based life forms. So it's like yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that personally. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's just. Uh, yeah, that would be rad if you could just find a space jellyfish, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, that kind of keys into like what I was reading. That thing I mentioned to you, that UFO, that aliany kind of mm. documentary I watched. I remember what it was called. Yeah, now. a um, fifth kind. A fi- uh, a close Encounters yeah. of the fifth kind. Close Encounters of the fifth kind. Yeah, because because yeah, I saw Close Encounters of the fourth kind, which I think was a documentary actually presented by Mia Jovovich, weirdly enough. Uh, who's that? Is that I never saw Fifth Kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also from uh, Fifth Element, which I'll admit, I watched that scene where she's getting dressed a lot when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like the scene that from Tomb Raider when she used to like, you got side boob. That was always my pause and rewind. Oh, yeah, a bit of side boob. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So kids today, out there. kids today don't understand the concept, man, of having to like ah. pause and skip forward on a VCR and see yeah, food. Pausing on a, on a VHS was hard. Like you're yeah. watching the th- the tits go up and down, like it's just like <laughs> da, 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 da. Sometimes not in a fun me. way, not in a yeah. bouncy way, in a very weird robotic way that puts you off. <laughs> Everything about videos, man. I remember, um, like if you'd be recording something on a night and you'd put Babe Station on and you'd forget, and then like yeah. your parents would, you know, like you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And Euro Trash, man. I remember that being a fucking oh, yeah. guaranteed watch. If I was awake at, at the time when I knew Euro Trash was on, I'd mute the fucking TV down to virtually nothing. Check out some Euro Trash. What the fuck is this nonsense? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll still check it all out now, man. If, if, oh, when yeah. it's there, uh, for sure. It's mad shit. Like, just watching genuinely weirdly shaped Germans in a, a nudist <laughs> colony and then have it. Yeah, it was always a weirdly, weirdly shaped German, German of some kind or, or someone from Holland or something like that. And, and they always had that that sort of t- track over the top of it where it was like, someone from New Yorkshire, like, me get me tits out. Oh, I like to go down the beach and get me baps out. Oh, yes, I do. I like to have an ice cream too. Sometimes it falls on me tits, but I don't care. <laughs> <That's German. laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the... This is their idea of what a German sounds like to other Germans. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're talking about your trash and then you started talking about weirdly sized oh, Germans, I'm like... What? Before I forget, before I forget, I've got a, I've got a, talking of, again, weirdly sized Germans, 
Okay. Did you know that Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't allowed to dub his own version of the the the, the, the German version of Terminator? <laughs> wasn't allowed to. Yeah. Do you want to know why? Did more. Yeah. Because <laughs> to Germans, Austrians sound like farmers. <laughs> also to them, Come with me if you want to live. I'll get in my combine harvester. We'll take you halfway across the uh, the county. Don't you worry about it, Sarah. You'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> I can understand that in that case. <laughs> that seems completely fair enough. You wouldn't like a one one like a mank doing it over here. You'll just sound wrong. <laughs> the mank has to one. Certain voices yeah. that just can't can't pull off certain stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I could never imagine, yeah. like, because that's the one that's like, oh, I, I, like that, isn't it? <laughs> Manchester is sort of, it's hard to do. I'm not sure if that's it or if that's more, no, it's more Liverpool. I'm just, sad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm terrible. I don't even notice a lot of people say, um, I got, there was something recently I was watching my mum and she was like, oh, God, you can tell they're a brummy, can't you? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been American or f***ing Alaskan for all I knew. <laughs> yeah, that closing cards with the fifth kind, though, I didn't realise that each one is like a different thing. I never thought about right. it. Um, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, it's the different stages, because the first yeah. kind is just seeing the UFO. The second yeah. kind is... Abduction? Um, no, third kind is... Abdu- uh, no, third is third kind abduction? No, fourth kind is abduction. Because that's why the fourth yeah. kind documentary was all about people getting caught. Third kind is communication, they, yeah, I think. Yeah. Which I'm not sure. I think second kind might be if they've left a message or if there's some form of evidence left behind, Yeah, that was like cops and stuff. Things. Yeah, things yeah. like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, fifth kind, like, do you know what that is? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's like the um, well, the basic idea of what the fifth encounter with the fifth kind is like, where you have the communication, but it's in regards to like being initiated by the people rather than the aliens, right? And it's, I mean, the initial part of the documentary is really interesting because um, they ease you into it as all over the first twenty minutes talking about UFOs just in general, and yeah. constantly throughout the whole video, there's all these UFO videos that they've taken. Because they have these um, close encounter CE5 um, events that they do like all over the world, and it's basically just like it's all about how aliens could be interdim- interdimensional, um, and essentially they would have to be because if you imagine like you know how long it would take to get to the nearest galaxy, like how many light years? Yeah. So it it, it just doesn't work that they go in a linear way, you know. Um, to get from there to here, so they'd have to go through another dimension in some manner, or like yeah, either folding space or exactly somehow that. modifying gravity around the ship to yeah. allow it to pass through without having to mess with light. Or yeah. they're just uh, even further being where they don't need like a vessel, like you know, like a um, yeah, yeah, and like they can just like sort of quantum move through the yeah. universe almost. Yeah, it's like there's certain ideas of you could create a hologramic. It's like they did this in Red Dwarf, actually. Weirdly, they had a yeah. hologramic ship, so it could travel at the speed of light because it is entirely made of light. 
yeah, I thought that was yeah. a cool idea, you know, that kind of thing. Sorry, anyway. No, no, it's, um, I mean, that was what I was saying. Even if you travelled at the speed of light to get to the nearest galaxy, it was like, it's like three light years away, so it's like three million years it would take to get there. Yeah. So even at the speed of light, like, you know, three million It'd years. It'd still be, wait, yeah, it's it's not you know, worth yeah. the trip, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, you'd have to go some crazy, but um, it's just really, it's, it's hard trying to explain. It's really interesting, though, um, because, like, there's the whole idea of then after that's like string theory or just something, another word for it, I think now, where basically everything's connected by this force. The force oh, holds yeah. it, binds everything together, all the cells and all that, you know, holds yeah, everything yeah. together. So everything's connected in, in that sense. And it's like using the power of thought. And it's all about being able to, like, connect with these aliens on, like, a different kind of level like that we just don't really understand completely but it sounds like crazy but they do it and then these things appear in the sky and come down to them and they videotape it all it's so strange just saying it sounds ridiculous yeah seems it, it seems like something i'm gonna have to check out pretty soon to be fair <laughs> it's really interesting man so like afterwards i'm like I've gone to repeat it a few times, and every time I've just felt it, it just seems so ridiculous to say. But to me, it's like the nearest thing to religion that I've always felt. Like, yeah. The idea of just something connecting everyone. Uh, uh, yeah. I can't explain it now that I'm trying to explain it. It's not working. <laughs> Did you? I mean, <clears throat> there's there's more and more stuff coming out at the moment of weird things being detected not even yeah. by you know people on this planet but shit we're just going look at that thing out there in the vacuum of space that shit's terrifying like yeah. they talked about that potential mega structure around a, a sun ages ago okay. and they were like we've seen this thing it's blocking out the sun but it is not circular yeah right and it's okay, like yeah, a yeah, giant, course, yeah. big, yeah. long sort of structure from what they can see. And, for, I mean, it, it's it's uh, something about it recently. They've detected it again or something, or they've looked at it again, and it doesn't look sort of natural. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not <laughs> like anything else you would find in that area for any reason at all. That they know of. Well, exactly. So far, but here's the other thing. I mean, it's like we've been hearing more about the wow signal as well recently. Do you know know what the wow signal was? Right, so the wow signal is is fucking amazing. Is that the thing coming from randomly in space and they just don't know where it's coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, they they, they sort of detected it, I think it was somewhere in the 70s, something like that, late 70s, early 80s. And they had this massive array pointed up and out of the blue... They just get a pure code signal. No fucking about, no messing about. It was code. Yeah. And it got to them and they just went, oh shit. And the only thing they wrote next to it in the column was, wow. Well, recently, yeah, yeah. people have been studying the same area where the wow signal came from and they've detected an exoplanet that could support life coming from the exact area that it came from. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's very interesting. That, like, even... and the thing is, it, it doesn't even need to be like space travel at that point. If it's just proven that that signal came from that planet and it was a radio frequency sent yeah. out, that is life. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, 
for all we know, we could be the oldest thing in the universe, and that's just the next thing getting to a bit behind us. Yeah, and then ready to go. Yeah, there's no reason why we couldn't be. I mean, probability is low just because of the huge size of the universe, but it has to start somewhere. Exactly, yeah. yeah, One's got to start at some point. But even if that was the case, you'd never know. Even if we got aliens confirmed completely, you'd still never be able to meet them all. you, You know what I mean? You'd never know even if you did. Yeah, <laughs> to and it's it's still expanding. I didn't realize that until recently that it's still expanding. Oh yeah, yeah. The universe continuously mm. expands, and eventually it'll expand to the point where the atoms between each other can't hold each other together anymore. Oh, so that force kind of goes then. Yeah, that that whole thing that is keeping everything together is just gradually just goes, and it just all turns into dust, basically. See, I my like i think i've said this to you before like that whole interdimension alien thing though it's like to yeah. me that feels like ghosts as well like it's all connected to me it just feels like that like yeah i mean the, the, i've i've got a, one of those things where i don't entirely follow the ghost stuff that far yeah but i think there's there's reasons why it could happen um there's certain things about time not being as linear as we think it is it's yeah just yeah we perceive it in a certain way yeah um i think that someone ages ago a friend of mine told me a story about uh whether it was dementia sufferers or alzheimer's sufferers something like that but they found that sometimes they were answering questions that they hadn't asked the question yet oh but they were planning like the, they they were having issues by communicating and saying random things, and then later on they would think, actually, no, I said, I asked a thing later on that was actually, that was an answer to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see what I mean? So there could be something going on where the human brain is desperately trying to hold its perception in a certain way because that's what logically makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that almost makes it, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. like the, the brain's um, like going out of his way to make sense of things, like how we've um, we've evolved to see human faces in anything you look at. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, sense of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can only see, you know, we can't see UV light unless you take out particular parts of our eye, and then you can see stuff. Like there was a, an artist, I think it, was, it might have been Picasso or something like that. It was someone really famous, but they had a. a a problem with their eyes and they started yeah. to get cataracts couldn't see they had the, the thing removed and then they could suddenly see a lot more color and their their paintings went from being a normal looking thing to this yeah. really bright and the over imaginative colors and stuff like that because they were seeing uv light you know yeah 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 it's um when you're saying that but how you can't like see the uv that's how i was trying to explain it to mom like the different dimensions as well i was like yeah uh, yeah just trying to say like all these things that we can't see or we know they're there but we can't actually see them ourselves or but we know they're there because of electromagnetism we we can't detect magnets near us at all we don't have anything in it we can detect it but there are pigeons and shit that fly based on a magnetic signal they have in their head. Yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, so some of the ways that... I, that's a really good point, actually, with what you were saying before about, like, you think about how aliens could evolve to different things and that. Just yeah. putting that same idea with, like, looking at um, 
the animals that have evolved on Earth, you know, and some of the crazy shit yeah. that certain animals can do just because they've evolved that way. Yeah. Oh, did you see? There's a there's a a, a, a thing going around at the moment quite regularly. COVID. That's about no, that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but I think basically in nature, for some reason, shit keeps evolving into crabs. Okay. <laughs> no one knows why. No one knows why, but there are like thousands of different examples of creatures that have independently evolved into the shape of a crab. I, I guess <laughs> it must be something to do with it being the strongest thing. It's, it's really strong. It's really versatile. You've got lots of defenses because you've got the big ass claws. You've got lots of legs so you can walk over like rough terrain quite easily. Things like that. It's quite a weird thing. To be does that a mean that technically aliens would look like crabs more likely than anything else? <laughs> yeah, I don't. See <laughs> well, I'm, I, I suppose at the same time we would most well, we wouldn't be here. We'd most like the, the dominant species would be like some kind of smart bird creatures if the meat yeah. if the asteroid hadn't hit with the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, probably. In fact, you know, I mean, we we don't know how smart any of those dinosaurs were they they weren't putting tools and shit together but they could have easily been on the same level as like dolphins and having yeah. complex communication and things like that you know they could have been you know 50,000 years away from getting themselves an opposable thumb and off they went I was, yeah i was watching some of the dolphins the other day and dolphins are ridiculously smart and whales too yeah yeah did you ever see the uh, the LSD trials where they're trying to feed dolphins LSD and get them to speak English? <laughs> no, no. Oh my god, dude, this is what? a story and a half. <laughs> this woman, right, she's desperate. You can hear the audio recordings, right? And this woman is desperately trying to get this dolphin to say, I love you. And she's like, No, Jeez. no, say, I love you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Say, I love you. And apparently, the dolphin would get frustrated and bored yeah. so, she, so she would wank it off hang on i'll just i'll just i'll just finish you off and then yeah. we can get on with the lesson okay i'll just finish you off <laughs> well to, to be fair if my teacher would have done that then i would have paid more attention in school i would have paid a shitload more attention yeah. yes definitely yeah yeah even if and even if it was an old guy you still pay more attention because you'd be like what are you doing please don't do it we said attention, we didn't say positive attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I've had some, um, I wanted to mention this. Um, I've had some, a uh, couple of podcast promoter people, like, message me. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, you know how most of them, they always just seem like bullshit. It's just a cash grab thing, you know. Yeah. Um, and one in particular just made me laugh. So I had to get some of the screen grabs going on. I thought I'd show you some of this. All right, uh, let's have a look. This is from Ryan Nidal, his name is. Um, what is this language? Sounds good. Yeah, I'll read it out for the podcast viewers. So he is saying monthly, monthly 50 plus <laughs> rating, 20k download, subscriber. And I was saying, sounds good. Sounds um, good, yeah. Of course, yeah, it is. Was, great, great deal. There was a bit of discussion before this where I was trying to find out what he was doing. And then I asked for an explanation of how he does it at that bit above it. That's what it was. And that was his reply, uh, monthly 50-plus rating. That was his. <laughs> How do you do it? 
month with 50 plus rating, dude. Do you not understand? Like 20k downloads, subscriber. <laughs> Worst part was he put that earlier as well. But um, and then he just says, "Give me your money." Uh, blah 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 blah. Uh, PayPal. And I thought he was joking. Um, it's a fucking hard sell. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> I thought he was being dick. Would you like to make a deal? Give me your money. <laughs> You'd imagine this conversation wouldn't have gone on long, but that would not be correct. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, that was me just getting <laughs> you can highly you at one point. Straight out my Gucci. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Uh, yeah, you can Give me your screenshot transaction ID. Jesus. Yeah, still going for it. Um, and then it carried on. Oh, is that right? Will my money give you a go towards making that happen or making me a podcast superstar? Yeah, I'm so interested. Give me your screen. Oh, is that the same bit? I think, any. Yeah. <laughs> and then it continued to give me your money screenshot, give me your gooch, give me your gooch. <laughs> <laughs> I will start work as soon as you pay. Okay, done. Okay, gooch done. first. Money later. Money later. <laughs> Mum food. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> but guess what? What the hell is he thinking? Oh my god! Uh, I'm, he, he does a hard bargain. Gucci <laughs> also three hundred pounds first. Yes, yes. What? Only first month. Only first George month for you. For, for you. Because I like you. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? I can't remember what this last one was. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah, chili, baby. I made sure that I read the perfect amount of I want my baby, I want my baby, so he is now Mr. Gooch. And no word of a lie, he is still messaging me each day. Uh, he messaged me today after I messaged you saying, Please talk to me, we make good work together, or something like that. The thing is, it's it's not. There's no proof. There's no like. This is what I did with this yeah. podcaster. Exactly. This is what I did with this podcaster. It's just, hey, give me money. Give me money. I make you a great star. Give me money. <laughs> and should you imagine if they're doing that, that that must actually work on some people? Oh, of course it works. Yeah, absolutely, it works. Yeah, it's the same reason why people will listen to robocalls that say, "You have had a tax refund. Please yeah. call this number at o three 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 one two 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 four eight 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 and it just fucking keeps on going for hours because it's in a different country talking to someone who doesn't speak English again. It's fucking. There's so many of them. I mean, I keep seeing like all these random scam things pop up now because people mm. are terrible. We know that. We know people are terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, scams yeah. are the fucking worst. I mean, look at yeah. fucking oh Trump. You forgot about all that. Yeah, the yeah. Capitol Wire thing and all that was after, was since we did um, the last podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, and we made that uh, that little um, uh, prediction of that. We didn't oh, think it yeah. was going to go well. Oh, yeah. We were proven oh, yeah. right. What a surprise! <laughs> uh, it was you specifically said because Alex said something he would do something, and then you specifically used the word virus, if I remember correctly. Or oh feed. yeah, definitely. I've, well, I, I, well I've, I don't know whether I said it exactly there, or I will have to check the tape. But I have said that quite a lot. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It didn't surprise me, but I did. I did sort of catch it live because I was just sitting down to um, to sort of eat basically when it was all kicking off. And um, yeah, it was such a weird thing to see. Like, 
obviously, you know, like we're English. We don't care in the sense of, oh, it's terrible. You, you know, yeah. making our country look like blah, blah, blah. It's stupid anyway to say things like that. But um, just for the simple fact of like... The leaders of democracy around the world uh, and we're being embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't understand the logic of what they thought was going to happen from that, what no. the end game was. The, the end game was realistically there, there was a guy who went in there with zip ties and stun guns and shit. Oh, yeah. You know, the guy who was literally like leaning down, going into the fucking Senate room from so the balcony maybe, above yeah. it. Yeah, um, he, had, he was, had tack gear on, he had a helmet, he had glasses, all that shit, and he had zip ties in his back uh, pockets and a stun gun. Like, he could have literally just gone in there and started stunning people, zip down them up, sending them out. Like, I mean, that's, that, that's, was, that that's... was that guy's plan. There's no fucking arguing with that. That was that guy's plan. You don't turn up with that shit if you're not planning on using it. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, that's a pretty politically correct version of a, you know, mass shooter, stun gun instead of an assault. Yeah, run. stun gun right. and zip ties. You know, I'm going for a pacifist run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, this, could, this could be a revolver, but just a stun yeah. gun. And can shoot yeah. twice. No, yeah, I don't get it. You know, it's not too yeah. bad. But just the logic of it all, you know, like, I don't understand. And then people make, you know, obviously, you, you, uh, uh, you, uh, you say this like, you have to feel for like someone when they're dying that in the family and all this, but what the hell would the woman that got shot and died? Oh, what, yeah. what, how would she expect? She's trying to go into like a Senate thing where like she's ex military as well. She should have, she should yeah, have, she, was, I mean, she, she knows the protocol in that scenario is yeah. they are gonna fucking shoot you. But like, there was, there was a Bill Maher did a really good um speech on that from from uh, his series that started up again and he basically went you've got to remember this person voted for uh, Barack Obama Biden when Barack Obama was Is that when he was vice president yeah yeah they, she oh. voted for them um hmm. and she was convinced that you know by QAnon and stuff like that that Donald Trump was going to be the savior and he was going to fix everything that was wrong um, because Biden and Obama hadn't, and he makes a point as well that this woman, she was living in California, I think it was, or somewhere similar to California, which had the same yeah. laws, where she was paying a loan for 106% or one, 160%, something stupid like that, every yeah. single year. You know, she was having to pay more than what she fucking borrowed, because that's yeah, legal in America. Interest. Yeah, yeah, just a stupid interest on it. We, we have, we um, have like stupid interest here, but I imagine it's probably capped at some point. I should it, know. It is capped. It is capped. So I mean, yeah. for a while, it was it was actually worse here when Wonga was at its power. If you know what I mean. I know. But, that's what um, you mean. After a while, they had to cut that shit out because people realised you can't really do that without you know fucking a lot of people over. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, we, we just got to remember this woman literally. She voted that way. Nothing changed, and like even in California, this democratic state that's also you know wonderful and helping people, they they still let that loan happen. They still didn't give her any support. There's a reason why these people feel disenfranchised. Yeah, um, but we just, I just, that's not the way you fucking fix it. 
Well, no, of course not. I, I, I just couldn't yeah. get past then. Like, this is how I used to feel like when I was working in like the debt collection stuff and like the fin diffs and that. And obviously, I had a lot of sympathy for people when they were talking about payday yeah. loans and all that and getting in a situation. But I get that. But at the same time, it's like don't be making like that. It forced you to apply for this loan. Like you, <laughs> you know, they they didn't tie you up. They didn't zip tie your hands together and force you to take yeah. out this loan. Like you knew what you were doing too. Let's be fair. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think that may, mostly comes down to still the fact that people aren't being paid enough. You know, oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If people are having to go out there and go, I think I might need to get a payday loan to pay for my gas bill, which I I heard people have to do back when again Wonga was at its power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's fucking that's disgraceful. Like and and people keep going, oh well, you know, but all these people on benefits, they're they're taking all the money from these people. Well if they're working and they're still on benefits, then it isn't them who's getting the payout. It's the fucking re like uh what do you call it? Uh yeah it's the bank managers and the the uh the I was going to say retail staff. No, the the management staff. Yeah, you know, that are are taking that money. The the employers are taking that money. It's not the people who aren't getting paid by the employers. Those employers should be paying that fucking shit out of their pa- their bank account. And instead, the government's having to make up for the shit that they won't pay their workers. It's just a, it's it's a stupid situation. It's weird, and then you think about it now, like going forward as well, like with um, you know, like all that jobby kind of stuff. Like it's, it's, you just can't see how it's going. It like I've been like fighting back, like just being bothered by everything over this past like week. Like just yeah. re- realizing how long this lockdown is going to have to go on for again now because people are being dumb more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm hearing more and more people saying, oh, no, I don't know if I want to take the vaccine. I don't oh, really yeah. fancy this and that. Oh. I, I, I had someone try and sort of give me a load of bullshit about it. Like, oh, well, I don't trust it because of longitudinal study and because of this, that and the other. And because what? Pfizer, I don't trust Pfizer. And uh, well, longitudinal study is literally how does it affect you in the long term versus how does it affect you laterally as in oh. short term, but across a yeah, wide yeah, amount yeah. of people. Um, but. I had to keep making the point. Look, you, you do understand that there are people out there who cannot take the vaccine because they have a compromised immune system and it could cause them serious harm. Therefore, by you not taking that vaccine, that person is no longer protected from you. Therefore, right. you are putting other people in danger. And she's like, oh, no, but you don't understand. My time while I was doing this and my time while I was doing that, it was, well, it was all this and that. No, 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 Yeah. Because it's like just, she doesn't believe it's like helping them anyway, does she? So yeah, I, I assume. And, and she was like, "Oh, you can decide your own, um, uh, yeah, decide what you do, things yeah. like that that you're no, willing." No. But it's like again, it's not no, just well, my risk factor; yeah. it's everyone else's risk factor. And I don't like. There's a yeah. Go ahead. It's weird. It's like this kind of fits into what I was thinking before because it's strange how people will listen to the government about certain things when it works for them. Yeah. But then as soon as it's something they don't agree with, then it's just so Some many things. Problem. Like, yeah, yeah. Like 
all these things like I can't even think that you know, like going to a shop and being a certain man's face, and telling them to move back. So yeah. the government says we have to be this way. So what, what, since when have we had so much trust in the government? Yeah. What they say is okay. Listen to the scientists. The scientists never said, "Oh, you can reduce it from two meters to one." Yeah. That was a that was a government decision. The scientists were always going, "What are you talking about? It's two meters, you fucking fool!" The scientists were telling oh. them it's not safe for children to go to school. So what did the government do? Leave the schools open? Oh, we have to send them back to school. It doesn't affect children very much at all. No, but they spread it like fucking plague rats. And and then, obviously, because the only thing they're near is... The only, like, the main um, people that are getting it and they're near is, like, the virus, sorry, is the kids and that. So when it mutates, it's going to mutate in some way against them, and like it did, a new... Strain is a lot to more be more efficient powerful. against them, which may yeah. well be one of the reasons why it's become more efficient at killing people in general and become more infectious because it had to fight stronger immune systems. You know, apparently, I did hear today though that the um, infection rates have finally started to go down very minorly yeah. from one in fifty to one in fifty-five, but it's the first evidence of you know the lockdown. Um, actually taking effect yeah yeah but too many people i can hear too many stories man of people just like fucking around with this i just don't yeah. get it. Never- I, I know i know some people who who are and you know you can't really tell them no because fucking can yeah well I, I the best i the best i can <laughs> do is i just can. tell them if you are going to do something make sure you you know, stick as much as you can to safety. Don't go near people. Don't do stupid shit that you shouldn't have to do. Just fucking, if you do have to travel anywhere, because I have to do it for work, Yeah, yeah. don't yeah. fill up anywhere apart from near your house if possible. Fill up your tank completely, do the drive there and back, and don't fucking ever yeah. touch another fucking pump at all. Yeah, oh man, I, I have to get the buzz, like, and I don't travel very much at the moment, I'm staying in mm. as much as I can, the only time I travel mm-hmm. is to see the boys, um, yeah. every time I'm on the bus, there's always somebody that's not wearing a mask, and I always have to talk to the bus driver, oh, I don't, I, I gave up after a certain point, yeah. but it's just yeah. like, why, it's supposed to be a law now, why is why is it still okay? And they've said to me, why is it difficult as well? We've been doing yeah, this for hard. long enough, and there's still people with the fucking the mask around their fucking nose, underneath the nose. Yeah. I don't have time to be fucking, you know, vigilant at every fucking idiot out there to make yeah. sure they're using their mask properly. Tiring, it should man. be fucking simple. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. I get it all the time. You know, I get these people. I've I've I talk to them. They go, oh, you know, I've got the mask over my face. I can't breathe through it. It's like. Bullshit, can't you? Yeah, Bullshit, you can. can't you? I wear the mask all the time. I'm more than happy. I wear the respirator mask while I'm moving heavy fucking boxes and furniture. Yeah, I can you. breathe through that. You can breathe through a fucking bit of cloth. Fucking oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it's crazy how we've had to. We've complained about this like so many times, and it's yeah. just the same thing. It never changes. It's no. it, pe- people want to do it and go out and do what they want, but it's like it's, they're never going to be able to do that until everyone actually no. does it properly first, so we can get yeah. to a point where we can go and do whatever we want. And this is this has happened so many times throughout history, but no one ever bothers to look back in history and find out what the fuck happened. It's happened yeah. twice in very obvious ways. One that I found out recently was the cholera outbreak years ago, like eighteen hundreds or something like that, and um, that's the one they. 
Oh, no, it's uh, it's basically sort of if you've got your waste in various areas and it's bad, um, you know, you've not got any sewage or anything like that to take it out and it's just raw sewage everywhere. It, cholera can build up. It's from like urine and yeah, it makes feces. sense. It's nasty. Yeah. But people would go out and they would start rioting and protesting and going, how dare you? You can't do this. It's unbelievable. Even the government at the time was still doing the same shit. They were going, oh, it's all your fault for not paying attention to it. It's not just our fault for saying that it's, uh, you know, it's not that big of a deal in the first place. It's all the same shit again and again and again and again. The Spanish flu, same exact thing. The government goes, ah, you know, do, we'll do this, we'll do this. And then it all goes fucking wrong and everyone goes in the fucking um, quarantine and then they come out of it again. Everyone acts like everything's fine. Everyone forgets they were spo- what they were supposed to do. You get a yeah. massive second spike, third lower sm- spike. And that's what we're looking for. And it's all these well, people who keep going, oh, but it's just the government trying to keep us down. Okay, yeah, I hate that. It makes no sense at all. Follow the money. Which yeah. government wants to cripple their economy for the next 20 years for no reason at all? Oh, we'll just do that. We'll just we'll just do yeah. that. We won't be Why able not? to keep people under lock and key forever, but we'll just do that. If you get if you're gonna say to someone that did it on purpose, a conspiracy of one, you know, like group that did it. For yeah. a reason, I would blame the social media people, Zuckerberg, yeah. Bezos, and all them. Like, I can't remember the yeah. other guys' names. Billionaires have made a fucking killing yeah, during this shit because they've all just invested in everything that was still making money. Yeah, well, Facebook and, and all that. Oh yeah. no, actually, Zoom. The guy who owns Zoom, I guarantee he did it. I think that's. A, I think that's uh, a Chinese yeah, Chinese thing, actually. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Like as much as people want to argue it, like you know, it started in China. It's not a conspiracy to say it was in it China. Did. I don't understand why yeah. people are so not bitching about it, trying to figure out what the hell happened in the first place. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking Absolutely. of that, there's something in this this bit I've got here that will show you how useless authorities can be at sorting out things like that. So, was that yeah. a good little segue into our first it story? It could well be a good little segue into yeah, our first it's 48 story. minutes in, so it's probably a good idea. Yeah, that's a good little start. So, if you don't know what anthrax is, it's a pretty nasty uh, biochemical thing that they used in various places. started off in World War II. It's only advanced from there. Um, what anthrax gives you is fever and chills, chest discomfort, shortness of breath, confusion or dizziness, cough, Nausea, vomiting, stomach pains, headaches, sweats, often drenching sweats, um, body aches. It gives you gastrointestinal stuff if it's that kind of anthrax, which involves fevers, chills, swelling of the neck or neck glands, sore throat, painful swelling, hoarseness, nausea and vomiting, diarrhea or bloody diarrhea, headache, flushing, stomach pain, fainting, swelling of the abdomen and stomach. And it can fucking kill you. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can imagine. It's like it exceeds everything. You have everything. It, it is basically everything. And not only that, Every it's a spore. It's like a fungus. So, once it's somewhere, it's there for a very long time. Ooh, which we'll find okay. out more about later on. <laughs> I have heard a but, lot of a few things about anthrax. It was, um, yeah. Is this anything to do with the anthrax letter thing or? 
this is a different thing. But the anthrax letter scare, I mean, that was that was huge news for a while, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, back yeah. In, that was Tony Blair and just after, really, wasn't it? When people were starting to get anthrax threats. Yeah, wasn't it um, um, a terrorist thing, apparently, again? Yeah, started off as a terrorist threat, and it happened once somewhere, and then every single letter was now an anthrax letter. Yeah. (laughs) And there were people going, like, oh, but what if I open the letter and it's anthrax? All right, chill, Dave. You're a fucking plumber (laughs) from East London. I think you'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, um... Mm. Yeah, some of the fucking poisonings like Russia, like with the um, yeah. nerve agent. That they Novichok. Shit. Yeah. 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 No, what is that again? I want to say Novocaine. Novichok. Yeah, it's not yeah, Novichok. Novichok, I think it is. No, no, it's not Novocaine. Yeah. Novocaine is the stuff that they uh, they, they inject into your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah. So I'm going to take a little trip to Russia, to the lovely town of Sverdlovsk. Because it's I know that place. Russian, yeah. <laughs> now known as Yekaterinburg, but basically, Russia has been into the whole bioweapon thing for a very long time. As I say, yeah. starting in World War II, um, they weren't the only ones to do it. We did it ourselves. More on that later. Um, the Americans have done it. China's done it. Jaffa, Japan. Everyone has fucked around with biological weapons at some point. One, in one, 1941. Sorry. I was saying once one starts, they all do like with nukes in it as well. Yeah, exactly. Because if you don't have that new toy in the toolbox, someone else might. And, you know, deterrent. Because that's the way it works. (laughs) I I love how aliens seem to have a thing about coming, like a lot of the stories are centered around coming down and deactivating nuke sites and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the day the Earth Earth stood still. It's still one of my favorite like sci-fi movies ever even the re the, the original or the remake yeah both great films um of course the first one was more nuclear orientated and the second one was more um like but, ecological ta- catastrophe yeah climbing the um uh, yeah. climate change any that kind of thing is what i remember mm-hmm. but i mean a hell of a story just the idea of okay we're going to come down and eradicate all of you unless you just fucking stop <laughs> what it would take <laughs> it was yeah it basically is what it would take at this point yeah it really is so no we're you're in, uh, yeah no there isn't it's just no. <laughs> yeah uh and until we're, we're basically told we're gonna die we're gonna keep killing ourselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and and as well, like we're going to keep pretending that, you, that aliens don't exist, even though the CIA have just released a sort of just released about. more information. Two point two million pages of reported documentation of report yeah. of confirmed cases. Seven hundred confirmed two cases. Million. Now let's imagine only one percent of those are true. Still true. <laughs> still fucking there. Still fucking true. All of these are confirmed ones in the sense of they've looked into them and they don't know mm-hmm. where they come from. So obviously they can't it's say it's aliens. Unidentified but... flying object. They it's cannot prove. The planet. Yeah, it definitely well, was there. That's all we know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's some great videos in that thing, man. I'm looking forward to you seeing. Yeah. You have to let me know when you've yeah. watched that. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely gonna have a watch. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know imbibe some stuff and then <laughs> have you got and then get involved i do yeah yeah okay, cool. yeah although i did i did say to the person over the phone on amazon because they pissed me off so much i was going to crack cancel <laughs> prime but like 
you know, it's it, it's so convenient though. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is, yeah. Um, so yeah, in 1941, Russia opens its first bioweapons lab in the in the city of Kirov, which to me, I just hear Kirov, and I always think of the um, the airships in Red Alert too. I was thinking Chicken Kiev. Oh, did you never play Red Alert too? I did, I did. Well, I played well. Yeah, bro. Demo, but I was never that into those kind of games back then. Yeah, I like them a fair. bit more now. They're the games that I feel like should only be played on like a tablet or on your mobile. Yeah, I sort of get that. In fact, why haven't strategy games made the leap onto tablets? They would fucking play excellently on tablets. I'm, I'm sure they have. I'm sure I've played some. Yeah, but they're all still the sort of microtransaction shit. If someone said to me, "I tell you what, you want to play." Command and Conquer Generals, which is by far the best one, especially Zero Hour, then yeah, I'd I fucking play that all day. I mean, yeah. you probably you can, ever... like, you probably could get, maybe you have to get emulators, but then I suppose that would only work with Windows yeah. tablets and just the whole thing then. Yeah, and fuck Windows tablets. I mean, I, I like my Windows computer. I will always yeah. run a Windows computer, but... Yeah, no, tablets can suck a dick. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they already do. Yeah. In 1942, a disease called tularemia, I think it is, it's hard to pronounce again, killed 100,000 people, a rise from 10,000 the previous year. This is during the middle of the fight of, you know, um, uh, Stalingrad, basically. Okay. German troops fell so ill during the assault in the late summer of 1942 that they had to halt the campaign, falling ill, Ill with a rare pulmonary form of tularemia, suggesting it was an aerosol, which is strange, as it was usually spread by tick bites. All right. Now, they claim, the Russians, they had nothing to do with it couldn't have couldn't have happened but like the idea that something leaps from just being intravenous to suddenly being a bioaerosol is yeah. very 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 unfucking likely especially as it never occurred again yeah okay so yeah we're, we're basically setting up a plot here that russia is not only very good at making bioweapons but they're also not that great at protecting people from them uh, yeah because <laughs> it wasn't just german troops that fell ill it was civilians it was dogs it was you know everyone was getting fucked up by this disease i mean so, going by you know current world events i don't think we can yeah. really take the mick out of um russia yeah. too much considering Oh, it didn't go. It didn't go nationwide. It didn't even go. Global. It didn't go international. It didn't even go nationwide. Yeah, <laughs> it's significantly uh, better than than Wuhan. Fuck so, you, Wuhan. Actually, no, I'm yeah. sure it was a lovely place, but the, the lab that it came from. Yeah. Fuck you. Thought your safety protocol is you knowing about? Fucking keep dropping things. You knowing about um, ten twenty years. It's going to be a major tourist attraction. Come see where the COVID uh, virus started. This is yep. ground zero for COVID. Come get your COVID keychains and COVID necklaces and your exactly. COVID hat. 
when you said it, I was like, oh, thinking like Grand Zero. They've basically yeah. done the same thing for that, yeah. They have, yeah. I still, I didn't, I didn't Very see true. that while I was in New York, and I really fucking should have done. <clears throat> see, but you know, just talking about it as if it's a tourist attraction, and it is basically. Yeah, now. it is. It is just a tourist attraction. It's really strange. It is really yeah. strange when you think about it, but yeah, yeah, and, and it's not, it's not going anywhere either. It's not like that's going to be a tourist attraction for a very long time. In fact, that's a that's a conspiracy no one's considered before. Was it was it plotted by the tourist board of New York City? <laughs> They're like, we're going to do some investment here, lads. Don't you worry. In about ten years, we're going to be rolling in it. <laughs> I mean, it makes as much sense as everything else. It really does. It does, yeah. Anyway, the actual accident we are talking about, as I say, Sverdlovsk or Yekaterinburg, in 1946, a bioweapon facility opened, right? Mm-hmm. The anthrax that they were working on had to be made into a fine powder to become an aerosol, much like tularemia. So okay. you see what I mean. They've been working on this for a while. They've been getting this process sorted. <clears throat> However, can you think of any other big sort of explosive even accident that has involved Russia at any point? Hmm. Chernobyl. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so again, we don't... Russians... Yeah, Russians, as much as they know their shit, they, they tend to leave big flaws in the system. The flaw in this biosecurity system was that the only thing stopping the anthrax they were working on escaping was one set of filters on the outside of the building. What? Yep. They had to get airflow in and airflow out because of the way they were processing things. But they had little filters just on the top of the building, just in the areas, so that nothing could ever get out because a filter is a strong Russian filter. You know, it's good. It's, it's better than the decadent Western uh, filters that, uh, you know, have too many pieces, too many filter pieces. Too safe is not good. So th- that's literally all they had, though. Like, just. Yep, just literally a filter. Just plop it in done even more going into the lab or anything you know nope nope they didn't have any clean room shit going on they didn't have a sealed vault working on this shit they just had an open building that they walked into wearing like masks and stuff and just went yeah this is good good anthrax yes it's it's very nice it's it's smell good when is this now you're on a boat 1946 <laughs> Although the okay, actual that incident, yeah, the actual I- incident happens in 1979. So this place has been going for a long ass time working on this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But on Friday, the 30th of March, 1979, a technician removes a clogged filter while the drying machines were safely turned off. Right. So. Standard right. process, everything's fine. Yeah. But he looks around and he goes, Ah, there is no other filter. Hmm. 
I shall tell my uh, superior officer. He shall tell everyone else everything will be fine. So he tells his superior officer, and his superior officer doesn't make a note in the logbook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, following right. day, a supervisor walks into the bio facility. He's like, everything is good. Everything is nice. I checked logbook. Logbook said everything fine. Okay, let's go. Turn on machine. And fires a shit ton of anthrax out into the local vicinity around them (laughs) for an extended period of time because no one's checking the filter because the filter's fine, it's in place, it's good, it's good. Fucking hell. Managers always do this kind of shit as well. I can completely see that (laughs) happening too. Yeah, it's like when you tell a manager, like, oh, by the way, I can't work Wednesday next week. It's like, okay, I'll sort that out for you. You go in the following day. You're on Wednesday all day. Like, yeah, fucking... Yeah. There was something yeah. Wednesday in Nathan. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, he wanted Wednesday. That's it, yeah. <laughs> so, we have a big-ass problem going on here. We've got a shitload of this stuff mo- pumping yeah. out into the random area. And the uh, the local area starts to suffer. Across the street is a, I think it was, hang on, I think it was a bread making factory or something. Like it was it was a food processing factory. Yeah, okay. Of some kind. And I think it's a hundred and something people ended up getting sick from it. Like overnight started oh, getting okay. sick from it. All of the things you get with anthrax all of these nasty things and the worst part is that this particular type of anthrax wasn't like any of the others it was designed to be vaccine proof oh god yeah it was designed to be a (laughs) bioweapon it's it's like it'd be like um letting out a bull or I don't know, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, I don't know where I came yeah. from to go and eat like your enemy is and then being shocked when it turns around and he looks at you and starts and eat you. Eat yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. It's like, go kill it, my pet. No, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, oh. you know, this is Russia. They cannot admit that anything is wrong with the scenario at all. So the official response, it's reported to military command, but not local or city officials <laughs> so it's like we have problem people might oh, die yeah. what should we do tell military what about people live nearby does we done you is nothing Ugh. so the result is all workers across the street here we go 111 105 people die this is only the official tally because it's proven that the KGB went into the hospital afterwards and burned the hospital's files. Oh, what a shocker. <laughs> what a fucking shocker. So, of course, eventually this gets out. Eventually people know that something has happened because of the deaths in the meat plant. So they have to inform the UN, and the UN sends someone over. I think it was the UN anyway. Or No, it wasn't the UN at that time. Well, yeah. Whatever. But the, they send a guy called Matthew Me- Messelson. Messelson. Oh, Messelson. Messelson. Yes, Matthew Messelson from Harvard. 
He uh, checks the story out. They sent a Harvard dude over to Russia <laughs> to go yeah. and sort of KGB stuff. That's the person to yeah. send. They're, they're obviously going to just tell him all of the information. They're not going to lie to him at no. all. <laughs> Tom Cruise and stuff, for we know, like going Mission Impossible on like during the night. Yeah. Oh, or James Bond, but you know what I mean. Do you want to know the worst bit, though? Uh, this happened uh, in 1986. There's been seven years since the uh, um, asbestos leak until Matthew Messelson was on site. Uh, okay. Um, okay, you said asbestos. How are you supposed to do any investigation on anything at all after seven fucking years? Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing a lot of that was because they tried to keep it quiet for a while. But how long, do you know how yeah. long from when, like, um, the UN or whatever it was found out about it to when they eventually had boots on the ground, as they say? Well, this is the problem. They, they, it was literally, I think it was released information about it in 1983, I think it was, or 1982. So even then, it's still a while before yeah, anything yeah. gets done about this shit. Um, but later on, right, so he goes to the processing partner. And after a four-day trip, he just goes, yeah, everything's fine. This is probably just some form of nasty, you know, virus or something that people got from yeah. the meat. There's nothing wrong here at all. <laughs> so yeah. later in 1989, three years later, the uh, the Russian authorities admit it was a bioaerosol <laughs> oh, <I'm... laughs> made in yeah, a lab. They're like, yeah, it was us. We did this it. was us. His, his slight problem is teeny wincy lie, not big lie, teeny wincy. <laughs> Whenever I hear the aerosol thing as well, I can't help but just imagine a Lynx Africa bottle or something like that, just squirting mm. Every time Anthrax. I hear it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially like there's um. Did you ever play? Uh, pan is it pandemic or outbreak or whatever it was on the phone? Oh, the um, yeah, well, plague. That's it, plague incorporated. Yeah, and uh, if you go right to the end of it, one of them's called an extreme bioaerosol, and that's like you know that's the forty-eight hour protection, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game, that plague one. That was really good. It was really good game, like ridiculously good game. We should have sort of also taught me a weirdly large amount about this pandemic. Yeah, that's exactly what, you know what I, I mean. Say. We should have took yeah. a lot of heat, like, a lot of warning from that game. Yeah, like genuinely, you look at it and you go like, well, this many spot, you know, it spikes first and then it spikes later after more yeah. mutations, and then it does. Fucking fascinating. And if yeah. the government don't actually do the smart thing and close the fucking airports, or I swear, there's some airports, you know, just some kind of, not right now because we're on lockdown technically. Yeah, but they were still letting people fly the places, and I swear they announced. Yeah. It was like anyone yeah. have to um that was so fun. dumb and and pretty Patel already yeah and pretty Patel recently came out and said oh yes we should have closed the the, the borders back in March 2020 who the fuck was home secretary then oh yes it was you oh, <laughs> fucking hell. fucking moron she's and everyone loves pretty Patel so much just cuz she's vaguely hot as we've said before i would hate fuck pretty Patel <laughs> Oh, I saw that. I'm still, I'm still firmly holding that stance. I don't care what anyone says. 
Let me check her out again because I saw I saw it because I when we were she's va- she's the she's the hot vampire chick. That's that's the way what? to describe her probably best. Yeah. As soon as you see her, you know exactly what I mean. I thought it, it is English, isn't it? Oh yeah, she is English. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for some reason when I first saw it, I thought it was Secretary of State for um America. I don't know why. No, no, no. I mean, she's all right. Sure, she's just not a an old. Why do that's the thing, that's, that's the thing, is, though, isn't it? That's the thing, that's why Kamala Harris will be the hottest presidential ca- um, vice president ever because she's not a white dude. Yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised if Biden doesn't last very long anyway. So she might be the first president, yeah. I'm pretty what sure way, that's going to happen. What a way for that to happen, you know, the first woman, woman president goes in because she's vice president and the other guy just. You know, the seven guy just I know died. it sounds bad, but it, it may be the only way that a woman could become president. There are still a huge amount of Americans out there who, when oh, yeah. they're asked, would you vote for a female president? They go, absolutely not. We need a man who's going to be in control and keep shit going. And could you imagine how pussy ass a woman would be when it came <laughs> to war? She wouldn't blow them up straight away. To which I go, well, have you seen Margaret Thatcher? She was yeah. very into war. She loved that shit. Yeah, I think we had that so much earlier. Like, it's just yeah, we've had quite a few now. Actually, we had Theresa May, we had Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, they're the only ones. Those are the only ones so far. But I mean, it's 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 not a bad track record. It's annoying that both of them had to be conservative, and we still haven't had any from anywhere else. But you know. It's fucking ridiculous the way the the difference between like mom was asking me the other day when all the stuff for Biden's inauguration was going on she was like um yeah. you know do what is an inauguration I was like it's it's just when you know they're handing over power to him it's like the yeah. exact thing we do over here which is we don't make a big huge fucking show about it <laughs> yeah we just go go on into number ten everything's fine yeah. whilst they go da 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 the old thing on the news of him waving and stuff and walking in yeah that's the most yeah. you get oh, well, because it I mean it's sort of equivalent to if the monarchy changed like when the queen dies and we have the you know uh, prince is it uh, which uh, one is it going to take over? Charles. Well, that's if if he gets named, because she could well just sort of skip the generation and go straight to um to what's his face. I don't think she can. I think he can refuse this. But oh no, she can. She gets to name the successor. He oh. could literally just remain as Prince of of Wales, and she could just go, yeah, give it to the uh, to the grandkids. I swear there was is that sort of what happened to yeah. to her mum in a way, I guess. I swear there was some discussion about it before, but then that he's said something that he would take it now or something like that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous anyway. That means nothing. Oh, that's, even, that's even worse than all that stuff. That's even worse than the American thing. Yeah. The Royal but Family. I think that's, that's basically the equivalent because to them, it's sort of that's the leader of the, the country that is the highest. Yeah, but we don't vote for a new queen every four years. So. Yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? It's like they've got to make a big years. deal out of it. Yeah, yeah. What a shock it is. Well, divided all the time. Yeah, we'll what? just be very British about it. We'll we'll have, you know, some coronation chicken and, and, and get on with it. <laughs> um, anyway, right. Yeah, yeah so Messelson returns. And this time puts together eyewitness accounts with a map of cases showing it's clearly a bioaerosol. 
um, being picked up by the wind. So sort of by the map, you can see that it's spread in the direction of the wind flow at the time and has just sort yeah, of settled. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that. He also manages to get a few more hospital records, which indicate a possible release of anthrax into the air in the actual wording, which had previously been hidden up by da 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 the KGB. So it's unclear if the facility is still in use to this day or just protected to avoid contagion. But yeah, but. Russia have not stopped making bioweapons. Well, they wouldn't, um, need to, they wouldn't need to quarantine the lab like because of it all, because that was the one place it was in to begin with anyway. It's the fact that it got out the, there that was the issue. Yeah, but this is the thing. Outside the lab is now contaminated, and anthrax spores can last hundreds of years. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Something about, about Amphax Island, could this possibly be what this is? When are they oh, no, oh yeah, we're coming to that in a bit. We're coming to that in a bit. Don't oh, okay. you worry about that, okay. son. Right, so this was uh, so so Russia haven't stopped basically making bioweapons. In nineteen ninety-two they were brought up on more bioweapons releases. In a, somewhere else in the 80s, they were brought up on more bioweapons releases. Basically, don't trust Russia with bioweapons. They can't fucking store them. That's right? Cool. Okay. That's a, that's yeah. Cool. All right. Mm. So, here's the interesting bit, though. I mentioned before that it was a, um, a modified version of anthrax and designed yeah. to sort of avoid being affected by vaccines. That was only discovered very recently because people finally managed to get the uh, the data partially due to covid i believe although i'm not sure oh, how that accurate that part of the story was but the identification of it became a lot easier due to the technology that they've developed recently yeah. and it was confirmed that it was genetically modified not just you know whatever yeah, not not like not just think. the KGB saying it was this, that, or the other, or just it was created in the lab as an aerosol. No, this was specifically designed to be unfucking relentless and to kill anything it came into contact with. There also there's there's plenty of evidence that the actual death toll was significantly higher. We're not talking. Yeah you know an extra hundred or so we're talking yeah. hundreds of extra people people who have been you know killed and didn't even know it was anthrax that fucking killed them because they would have yeah. just gone i've got this horrible horrible stomach flu or something and it's fucking me up well yeah um, be ridiculous to just come up with like you know oh it's mostly anthrax yeah okay yeah you yeah. just wouldn't know yeah um, it, would be, it would have been a hell of a lot worse as well if they'd have had like um you know we've well, they were lucky, I guess, with it being Russia. It's a very sparsely populated place, ain't it? Like, yeah, that would happen. Yeah. I mean, this is like the thing. China, like, for example, the vast majority of the deaths were literally from a place across the street, because that's you know, you can't yeah. really escape it at that at that distance. But there is a second story I wanted to tell you about. Now, this story is our version of fun with anthrax, because <laughs> <laughs> the British liked anthrax too but we did it in a significantly different way right so i didn't know about it again world war ii 
we are working on an anthrax strain and trying to make it into a bioaerosol. And to test it out, we found a lovely little island called Grinyard Island, just off of Scotland, right? Okay. And we thought, what we'll do, get a load of sheep, right? Right, lads, we'll get a load of sheep. We'll ship them over to this island, right? We'll get them off. Just let them, let them enjoy them. Get your penis out of it, Thomas. Come get on. it out. Thomas. <laughs> okay, now stop. Okay, okay. Keep it there just to keep it warm. If I see any movement, <laughs> there's a problem. <laughs> so they ship all of these sheep onto this island. And they think the best way to test these uh, this anthrax is to bomb the living shit out of them with it. So we get a load of Lancasters, we fly it over this island, we just start dropping bombs, man. Dropping shit tons of bombs. Now, the government were paying these people at the time, the person who owned the island, a small amount to sort of keep it together, just while the testing was going on. You know, no big deal. And hey, anthrax say, bombs, is that what you meant? Oh, yeah, proper anthrax yeah. bombs. They put yeah. anthrax in them as a sort of way to release it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this guy, you know, goes, oh, if, if you'd ever want to buy the island back, you can buy it off of us for a, a cool £500, which is dirt cheap for an island. Mm-hmm. But the sheep all die very quickly. Anthrax, really fucking good at killing sheep. So you know what you know what that, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no fucking shit! Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> he got one in. It's all good. So yeah, we 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 figure out. You know, don't go near this fucking island. It's got huge amounts of warnings on it. But it takes a while for people to finally discover what's going on. And the only reason people do discover what's going on is because one of the sheep's corpses floats off into the waves, lands on the shore, a dog eats it, and then immediately starts dying of anthrax because there's a huge amount of anthrax on that well, fucking ship. As lands on the shore as well, like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, but yeah, okay, so it's finally got over there, though. It's finally got over there. there. Yeah. And like loads of people start having issues with it. People get bought out of homes and things. You know, huge amounts of contamination work goes on. We're actually not that bad at cleaning up this kind of shit when we need to. Yeah. Unlike Russia. So. (laughs) That's debatable right now. It's debatable, but you know, yeah. (laughs) But here is the best fucking bit, Carl. I want you to get whatever device you can get out right now. And I okay. want you to put in Grunyard Island. Now, it is spelt G-R-U-I-N U-I-N A-R-D I got it. Island. Yep. Grunyard. And I would just like you to go quickly to the stars they have under it. Hmm? For the reviews. Wait. Oh, I can't right. get it up. <laughs> Can you see any of the community questions and answers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't Read get it some of them out. <laughs> In the 69 reviews, that's even better. Yeah. Okay. Um, 10 out of 10, 
Breath smells fantastic. Bad thing is dead animal bodies lying around. I don't know why. That was from Jimmy's official. Yep. John Hunter said, "What an what a bad grammar." I'll, yeah. I'll help him out. What an excellent getaway destination. Miles of undisturbed tranquility. And if you're looking for somewhere to grow the ever-popular skunkweed in abundance, then this is the place to do it. The smell <laughs> of washing sheep ensures you won't get caught due to the pungent growing smells. <laughs> and it's just, it's just list of the, like question after question, review after review, mentioning dead sheep and anthrax. <laughs> some people saying there was someone called anthrax here. Never seen him during my tip at, during my trip. Eight out of ten. Um, <laughs> lost two points for dead animal bodies lying around. Yeah, see, this is why I love the British. We may be shit at keeping masks on. We may be shit at doing all this stuff, but we know how to have a good laugh at dead shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most peaceful vacations I've ever been on. Not a soul in sight. The water tastes a little funny, though. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. Yeah, it, has, it does have a good ending, the story. In the end... The island is actually technically safe at this point. They've done a huge amount of decontamination on the island. They've cleared it all out. And the person who originally sold the island to the, uh, the, the um, military mm. for the testing, they died. And their, their um, not ancestor, whatever it is, relative later on, In. managed to buy it. Yeah, managed to buy it back for that £500. But oh, in well. modern money, so it was fucking dirt cheap. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So all's well that ends well in the amazing world of anthrax. I like how they did all that decontamination, you know, so that people can go and visit that what looks like just a yeah. bare island. Just a bare <laughs> island full of dead sheep. <laughs> all the decontamination, but just dead sheep lying around. Yeah, I find that I find that so good. I love that so much that that is the British mentality. Let's yeah. make a joke of it. <laughs> oh. oh no, that was a good. There we one. go. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Well then, anyway yeah. then. So let me jump onto my. Oh, actually, before I do that. Um, just a quick reminder for everyone that season two of KD's Comedian Quiz Off will be returning on the 27th of January. So that's this Wednesday, as you'll be watching this now on Monday. You'll be hell yeah. <laughs> so that will return on the 27th of January. Uh, yeah. Still throwing out the lineup and all that, and it will continue every at least every two weeks. I might do the odd one um extra as well but just at the very least i said it when it started and i'm going to keep doing it it's going to continue until we're back to some kind of normality yeah and even then that's the way to do it yeah but oh actually actually no 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 i'll leave that um the plan is people to to build this up as much as we can now so that eventually you'll want to come and see a live show how fucking good would that be That'd be amazing. Oh, I, I've, be been, I've been dreaming about that lately. I'm like actually dreaming about like doing a gig again. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, just so much that you just, everyone just must want to just get out. Every time I go to talk on something, I'm like, there's so much I want to get out, but I can't get it all out. Yeah. I, 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 I tried going through my old stand up bits again recently. 
and I can still remember most of them, but like the the New York stuff that I was working on most recently, that's just yeah. fractured. Like I can remember the good bits, but in a lot of ways, I think that might be good because like it was 10 minutes, but a slow 10 minutes. And if I can yeah. sort of just remember all the best bits and make it a tight five, that'd be way better. Uh. Anyway, then, so my story then. This is, let me find okay. the lady. Okay, so this is a story of this lady right here, Miss Jennifer right. San Marco. Okay, or as I like to dub her, the Lady Postal Spree Killer. Lady Postman Spree Killer, sorry. Lady okay. Postman. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit about her first then. Um, so Miss Marco. I was going to say Postal, is she, is she voiced by Rick Hunter or something like that? Don't know who that is. Gaming joke. It's a very deep cut gaming joke, but someone might get it. (laughs) I heard um, Hitman Three came out recently. Oh yeah, I I I never really played much of the Hitman stuff. It was Ah. always too too slow paced for me, Ah. and it was like you got to figure this shit out. And it's like, nah, can I just shoot them? (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of games I like. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So she was born in Brooklyn, New York. She eventually studied natural, well, that doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. She went to um, college doing some random things. She uh, did that. And she was, in 1989, she came to California where she was hired as a guard at a medium security Chukawala Valley State Prison in Blythe, which is a great name. Chukawala. Yeah. <laughs> Literally nothing to do with the story, but I just, I like that name, so I had to include it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, but she quit yeah. two days before her probation period ended. Uh, never gave a reason for quitting, but was described as a good worker. She held down... Respect in- that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Held down a number of jobs, though, including working as a, as a dispatcher for the Santa Barbara Police Department in the mid-90s. Um, a job for which she underwent a background check and a psychological evaluation, which will make more sense. That's why I mentioned that later. Mm. She left the job after several mon- months and eventually became a lunch lady before also quitting that in 2000. Yeah, 2000. Right. So this now is up to the point where we're a bit more up to date with the actual story. Yeah. She eventually bought a condominium and went to work for the postal service as a clerk. Um, yeah, uh, the documentary I watched um, talked to a few different people that she was working with during this time. Right. Uh, pretty much all of them, thirsty old men. Um, they all described her as um, pretty, flirty, very talkative. Um that kind of girl. Never notice, isn't it? It doesn't matter if someone's like. I'm guessing. I I think I know where this is going, but it doesn't matter if someone's creepy as shit. But <laughs> I, I can't say anything though, because every girl I go for is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's my I thing. can't argue. I can't argue either. Like you, that, I've watched that um, JCS criminal psychology thing on YouTube, and it's just like yeah, interviews yeah. with people, and. All of these murderous chicks are fine as fuck, and I don't know why. (laughs) God, it's annoying, man. It's like, can you can you just not kill me, and then it'll be a great relationship. (laughs) It's like people always there's there's totally people that are into that anyway. I fully accept they're into that because like people who marry like murderers and stuff. 
Oh yeah, there's people who seek out people on death row and try and have babies with them in like the the whatever it is trailers that they have. The you know like dating ads and everything. I've seen some mm. that, um, someone a bit talking about how they love like long walks on the beach and that and all this. Yeah. Like you're on death row, no, you don't. You, yeah, yeah good luck with that. At <laughs> most, what you can do is you can have a stroll on a on a fucking. Um, treadmill next to a poster that's like the, that's your maximum holiday <laughs> and you're still probably going to be a bit uncomfortable with all the anal leakage at that point so mm. but um she was very talkative and flirty um said she was always open for conversation but somehow at the same time she was very standoffish as if mm. like she always had like a wall up or something no a few girls like that yeah. Some opinions about San Marco have differed during this time, but one thing that they all shared was having some form of interaction with San Marco while she was talking to an imaginary friend. So she okay. had an imaginary friend. Yeah. Yeah. And she wasn't a Christian yeah. either. The thing is, yeah, that, <laughs> that, see, the thing is, that's cute when you're like in single figure years. Yeah. The minute you turn ten, you shouldn't have an imaginary friend anymore. <laughs> it goes from being cute to being a, a, a fucking um a fucking psycho, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um not much was known about her imaginary friend other than the testimonies of the various people that had heard her talking to it. Uh, the interactions had become more and more heated over time until management were eventually forced to intervene. So this was in the postal office, remember. Yeah. She left and, on you know, people do go postal and it is a thing and yeah. <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, she left on psychological disability following a two thousand and three incident in which she was pulled out from under a mail sorting machine that had and had to be wheeled from her workplace by police in handcuffs. What the um, fuck was she doing? It doesn't go much in, into much in, uh, detail about that, but from what I saw in the documentary, I mean it was just a lot of getting angry at her manager. So Fuck she no, hid under a machine. <laughs> the one thing you will learn from this is not to question her, her logic. Uh, her methods. She, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about that already, man. yeah no, uh, this isn't going to go a normal way, is it? This isn't going to be your standard weird murder mystery. This is going to get fucked. I mean, to be fair, though, the, the, um, the company itself are kind of weird because they let her return after this. Uh, Why? She was again removed from the building due to her erratic behaviour and that time never returned and right. was even socialised at a Ventura mental hospital for three days um, mm. after the arrest, but then she let herself out. Right. Yeah. Maybe she shouldn't have done that. Maybe she yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't have had the option. <laughs> you'd, think, you'd think if someone sort of got to that point, Maybe just sort of question whether they need, they're allowed to go from their own free will. But it might not go the way you're expecting it to, because after that, she actually, after leaving the postal service, she decided to go and live with her parents in some other state somewhere. Um, but on the way there, her car broke down in Grants, New Mexico, and she took this as a sign from the universe that she should live there. So she did. Okay. Yep. You know, um, <laughs> the small town of Grand San Marco earned a reputation for a strange behaviour, funnily enough. What which, a surprise. Hmm, 
It included yeah. speaking or sometimes furiously shouting to herself slash imaginary friend, ordering mm-hmm. food ordering food at restaurants and bolting out of the door before eating it. Um, she would start stripping naked in public, often usually in random parking lots, stuff like that, um, kneeling and praying in random places, sometimes at the same time while naked, and okay. talking to an imaginary friend, screaming death threats, and yelling profane rap, ly- rap lyrics, especially. She liked rapid singing. Okay, now she is my new favourite best friend, because this <laughs> sounds like a fucking legendary night out. <laughs> um... You you want to take that back because in July two thousand and four she was denied a business license to begin publishing a period a periodical it's like a newspaper, uh, yeah. which would have been known as the Racist Press. Okay. <laughs> Although, okay. In all fairness, apparently from reading it, the, um, there was some policeman on about this. He was surprised to learn. Because he thought exactly what you probably thought then is all racist stuff. Oh, is she like, racist against white people? No, she's just condemning racism in general, just going on. Oh, attack. thank fuck for that. Because yeah. uh, th- that was the only thing that could have been weirder is if this this milk toast white woman who's gone crazy was just like, oh, by the way, I hate the white race. Honkies. <laughs> 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 yeah, fucking honkies, crackers, I'll get you. <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe, maybe just don't show her a mirror, okay, lads? Otherwise, this is gonna get real dark yeah. real quick. <laughs> um, see, at one point, was also said she wanted to register a cat food business and was rejected because she lived in an unincorporated area of Chibola County. I don't know what that means, yeah. Um, but while being interviewed there, she would often talk to herself, and after the rejection, she would frequently come to the office and stare at an employee named Sonia Salazar. Great oh, name. Oh, shit. Um, and asked to see her. She was often told to hide when San Marco came into the office. Um, she once made a rude accusation that she had slept with someone, and authorities were called. And she was also, police were also called on her when she went naked again at a gas station. But she was close. Why was she allowed in the building? Why was it like, oh, by the way, the crazy bitch who keeps on making threats <laughs> at you's here again? You might as well hide. No, call the police. <laughs> I've worked in places where you just can't help the crazy people. I used to work in the bookies in Chelmsford. The crazy people just Ooh. come. They just they yeah. just come in. No matter what happens, they'll come in. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really say no to someone who's crazy without, you know, force, really, can you? Yeah, uh, you can say it, but it doesn't matter what you say, they won't hear it. No. <laughs> They'll just hear what they wanted to hear from the magical pixie people. <laughs> <laughs> um what was it? so the running into the authorities became frequent and she was once admonished for driving half naked as well. Um, she eventually sold her condominium after various arguments with a neighbor neighbor over noise complaints um, and would eventually tell people after a few years of this that she was going to go visit her sister on the east coast yeah and but just before she left one thing she did when well, I just before she left um like a year before something she applied for um, a glock 99 handgun from my pawn shop oh, uh... she Went through the two weeks um, thingy. Waiting period, yeah. All fine, she got it. And apparently from the evidence from her house afterwards, it seems as though she spent a lot of time practicing and becoming quite proficient with said gun. Yeah. Which was evidenced later on. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. This is the problem with people in America who go like, you can't take away my right to own a gun. It's like some people kind of shouldn't. I'm just saying. You know, like not every person is going to be smart with a gun. I'm not sure I'd trust myself with a gun, if I'm honest. I don't think I'd Nah, I've gotten fucking depressed at moments, mate, and I am not going to let myself have a fucking magnum round when I do it. Just because it's just Jesus. one, it's just nothing, it's a fuck done. Yeah, and it's like that, that fucking Phil Spencer thing happened in the, the news recently, you know, that, that musician guy who ended up, you know, killing someone and he died recently because of COVID. Did you ever read the story about that? No, I didn't think about it. literally... He was he was either sleeping with this actress or doing something weird with this actress, and because he's such a suck, fucking psycho, he thought, you know, it would be cool if I put a gun in her mouth. Oh, yeah, and what yeah. I killed her. Yeah, I, I, whether he intentionally pulled the trigger, whether he thought it was unloaded, whether he thought it, whatever happened, he shot her through the fucking head. Yeah, unintentionally should not be allowed guns. You can't unintentionally squeeze um squeeze a trigger like that. Yeah, exactly. No. Especially in that scenario. Like fucking hell. Maybe maybe yeah. she grabbed it and squeezed it a bit, you know, thinking it was empty and got a bit into it. Maybe then, oh. but but the weird thing about Phil Spencer is the way he, he dealt with it, he sort of walked down afterwards, apparently got into his car where his driver was waiting and just went, Oh, I think I've killed someone. Shock <laughs> <laughs> though. Yeah. Sorry, anyway, yeah. you're um, <laughs> So, the main bit of the story then. So, what happened on 30th of January 2006? So, this is recent ish. Okay, yeah. So, she drove from her Santa Barbara condominium, but not before she shot and killed Beverly Graham, her, fo- her neighbor that she had been having arguments with over the noise complaints. Right. Yeah. I was suspecting mm-hmm. that would be the start. Uh, but we didn't know about that until like days afterwards. So uh, she was playing for a while. Um, yeah. But then from there, she drove straight to the mail processing plant in Gullita, California. So no stops, no nothing. Drove straight from. I don't know how far it is, but I know everything takes a long time to drive. Well, I mean, in. she's naked. She can just go for a dump whenever she needs. She doesn't have to stop. <laughs> the only thing I was thinking of was like doing all of that, and then with what comes after, it's like you did all of that with a full bladder. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that. I can't even It's sit. like that I... person who put a nappy on, the, the NASA woman who went all the way to somewhere to try and kill her love wa- love rival, and she actually bought adult diapers to do it. What? Did you know? Oh, mate, that's a story and a half. I might do that next week. I'll, 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 I might tell you that one next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep that in the back burner. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So she got all the way to there. So, um, and she got into the parking lot of the mailing plant by tailgating another car as it passed through. She gained what would give her entry into the building by taking an employee's identification badge at gunpoint in order to get um through the secure staff entrance yeah, just yeah. that employee to go to run off and he did he just ran off I don't... smart I yeah but it doesn't say that whether, whether he then called the police that would have been a smarter move that's the that is the smarter move yes yeah. that is definitely that is galaxy brain thinking that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know i mean he might have done i don't know there's no but um at 9 p.m 
She was walking through the parking lot. Um, she shot the Fairchild, who was 37, in the head of the building's parking lot. Uh, mm. She then also saw Malika Higgins and shot her a point blank, walked up to her, sorry, shot her a point blank range, um, and then did the same thing to Nicola Grant outside too. Um, Damn it, she sounds like the fucking Iceman. She's, yes, yeah, th- that, that's one thing that a lot of them said, that she didn't seem bothered by it. She was just pure, yeah. um, what's the... Um, no, but it, like, that's, that is literally the Iceman's MO to a certain degree. Did you, do you know who yeah. the Iceman was? Yeah, the... Um, yeah. yeah. And the guy who literally just tested them shooting in the fucking head with a fucking crossbow. Oh, yeah. Did I you hear that? Before, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that is exactly the same thing. You've got to have no soul at all to think that that's fucking okay, if you know. Yeah, right. yeah. At this point, yeah. Well, yeah, she was definitely going fucking crazy. Yeah. I was- I'm not even going to try and get into her mindset, actually. No, no. You know I me, mean? I love psychology and stuff, and I'm trying to figure things out. It's like, hey, I'm not yeah. going to... If you do that too much, if you do that too much, you will end up sending people dead rats like fucking Jared Leto did in the um, <laughs> Suicide Squad. Yeah. But I won't have my park cut, though. <laughs> um, some workers, after hearing gunshots, went to the windows to see what was happening. Uh, most of them knew her, so they recognised her straight away. Um, she reportedly turned to them, seeing them at the window, and smiled at them, um, mm. which is creepy. Um, several employees fled after this to a nearby, uh, tried to get out of the building to a fire station, but I don't know why that's included there, because I know most of them didn't make it out. Yes. Uh, yeah, she entered the building, which had around 18 employees inside at the time, and continued firing um, walking into the complex, she shot supervisor Charlotte Colton, who was then dragged into a room by a co-worker. Um, she would die two weeks later in a hosp- in Cottage Hospital. Um, Sam Marker headed to a former workstation where she used to go, um, and she encountered oh god, Guadalupe Swartz, who saw her. Nicely done. Thank you. Call That's a nice from... combination of Mexican and German words there. That's yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guadalupe Swartz. I was thinking more African. Guadalupe. Oh, it could be, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I didn't know until, well, I was saying until recently, until about five months ago, that, um, actually, no, it was, it was just before lockdown, so that was probably, yeah, over a year ago now, um, that when you see African names, the apostrophe means the sound. Yeah, that's cool to know. Mm. Yeah, but um, uh, I've lost myself with my random fact. Uh, okay, yeah. So Sam Marco, after this and after shooting that uh, Guadalupe Swartz, um, rapidly fired four shots into Swartz, killing her. Oh, it's her. Okay, I thought it was a guy. Yeah. Um, Dexter Shannon. An Air Force veteran of the Vietnam War with grandchildren heard nothing of the gunshots as he was working with his headphones on. Uh, he was fatally shot at point blank range. He just walked up, shot him. This was down a random little... I remember seeing this on the plan of where she went shooting them all. This was down a random little corridor, so he had no clue. Yeah. Fucking being in the Vietnam War like a war veteran, you know, and that's how he went. Yeah, yeah um, Jesus Christ. Literally spent entire fucking years keeping his eye out for people who are trying to kill him and then the one time he thinks he's fucking safe in a janitor's yeah. fucking uniform he gets taken out that's fucked yeah 
But um, she then did the usual thing by sh- you know, what they normally do and shot herself in the head. Um, yeah. And that was that. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking Which, classic story, but yeah. I've always said this. Whenever it comes, not necessarily Squeaker, I suppose that's kind of different, but I've always thought when it comes to any kind of murderers, any kind of serial killers, any anything, they have to use a gun. It's just lazy. It's It's, <laughs> it's just pure laziness. There's no creativity to it. So what are you doing? You want some jigsaw shit. You want some yeah. fucking bear traps on people's heads. You want... <laughs> yeah, into it. Don't just pull and shoot. Yeah, yeah. It's just lazy. Boring and lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Have some fucking... Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, there's... That's the fucking thing about America as well, though. Like... They keep on wondering why they've got so much gun crime. And they go, no, but you can't take away my guns. Okay, then we'll fund your mental health. No, nah, that's going to cost us too much money. And I want to spend yeah. that on guns. I want guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I swear I heard there's something like like three or four guns for each citizen of America, for each person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's there's people out there who have enough guns in America to literally arm their own mob. You know, they could just go, here's your fucking gun, have a Remington. Here, have a fucking Smith & Wesson. You, you want an MP5? It's yours. Like, <laughs> fucking you saying madness. Remind me of something I wanted to say, because it was you that was saying at one point that you thought there was possibly something more to the whole mob mentality, weren't you, when people get together and... Just yeah, there's that. there's a sort of there's a psychological thing that happens in those scenarios where people yeah. become less less thoughtful in lots of ways. Yeah. Or is it like because this kind of keys into what I was saying with like the interdimensional, the alien stuff, and they're saying about how thought connects us all by because I don't think I actually fully explained it. Yeah. The um the fifth. Close encounter the fifth kind, like what you actually do, because they went through it and talked to you about it and told you how to do it. Um, yeah. What it is, is sit there for about 10, 15 minutes, just, you know, like meditate, get your mind empty as possible. Yeah. And then after that time, what you're apparently supposed to do is just believe in your own thought, believe in your own mind. It's the only way it ever works. And just imagine um, these, some, a UFO in the sky. You just know it's there. You connect to it. And then you essentially tell that UFO, you imagine it all like Google Maps, how you would then get to eventually your house, you know, imagine it all the journey and then zoom in from, you know, like wherever. Um, and oh, that's and that sort of calls it towards it in a way. Yeah, yeah. And apparently yeah. it works a lot better when it's a big group. And it's ridiculous how they do that. And it works like they, they, some lights pop up in the sky anyway. Sometimes it does certain things they ask it to do. Um, sometimes I'll ask it to come back. Yeah. And there's, yeah. I mean, ridiculous amounts of footage. Like when you see it, just the whole like two hour documentary, just constantly showing different UFOs. And most of them, yeah. it says where they're from. Most of them are from CE5 events and that. It's weird, it's man. It's weird. And I, they, they go into a lot of yeah. scientific explanations about it as well, like how the idea of thought, like, because we, we, you know, just have based everything on like light and the physical, what we can see, what we can touch, etc., rather than a civilization that based it all on force. And the idea of like people in a group together, the force um, could, you know, um, we all kind of share this 
one for consciousness that's the idea consciousness is just yeah. one thing that binds us all before oh shit before i forget so that could make us all mob mentality kind of thing yeah that's really cool I, this is a completely yeah, different yeah. thing but um you know you're talking about the the idea of ghosts and how they could connect to a, a an alien type thing yeah well one of my friends ages ago when i was a kid um, he said that he was absolutely convinced ghosts were real, but he wasn't sure that they were dead, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. same sort of thing, because apparently at one point while he was sleeping, he had a Jenga block set up next to his bed because he was he, he had that sort of mind where he had to sort of put things in order and keep it there, if you know what I mean. OCD. Yeah, that kind of thing. And um Apparently, whilst he was sort of sleeping at one point, he woke woke up because he heard sort of motion and saw the Jenga blocks moving around by themselves and being manipulated and stuff like that. Hmm. Well, weird tangent, but do you know what, you know, nanomachines are and how they work? Uh, What, just the concept of like just tiny little robots? Tiny little robots but working together en masse to do certain things. Like in Big Hero well, 6. Yeah, there's a, there's a theory in the universe where... in the universe, There's a theory in science where you could have um, clouds of nanomachines that do things in certain ways. Now, if you're an alien and you have nanotech technology, so you can have tiny cameras on all of these little droids that have produced... Each one of them only has to be one diode of the screen because there's millions of them and you get a perfect picture of clarity, right? And they've all got these little things. What if you could have a cloud of nanomachines moving around, studying a world, manipulating things, testing things out? You'd never be able to see them. You'd never be able to detect them. But they would be able to study life perfectly they'd be able to take samples of life without the life even knowing that the sample had been taken because they just land on you take a cell and fly the fuck away tiniest little thing yeah why is that not a potential thing for it you know it's i don't know maybe just i mean from what you said though if that was the case you just wouldn't know about it well, exactly. Or, or are you exactly. saying that an explanation for ghosts? Or... Well, it could be the explanation for ghosts. It could be that that's a completely different thing. But I just think that is a fascinating little concept to think about because people keep trying to sort of identify some form of solid thing. And we've seen less and less yeah. straight-up alien sightings and a lot more, like, UFO sightings and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Well that kind of thing would be really easy to deploy. You wouldn't need to take up a lot of space because it's basically a gas. Well, see what I oh, mean? Yeah, you can yeah. store all of the nanomachines in a tight yeah. area, then expand them out, and then they become this thing. And I don't know, man. I don't know Before why. We, but yeah, that, just... we know that could be something they're doing. And the, the yeah. bigger UFOs you see, they're like collecting them again, you know, taking them back for... Yeah. Um, it, it's, it, there's so much more, like to that documentary that I wanted to explain to you like the science of it and that because it's really interesting yeah. and 
I'm trying, I can't, can't fucking remember it. <laughs> it's so hard to get your head around as well, but it's like yeah. the ghost stuff we're talking that was on the bay. It's like saying about how that could be. Well, this wasn't included in it, so it's just you'll see why I've had this, why I was thinking about it at the time. Yeah. Um, talking about how it's like something phasing in and out of um, this dimension and ass. Um, yeah. And a lot of the behavior they show with the UFOs as well mimics that. Um, yeah. Because it's like, they had a particular way of explaining it, but I can't remember the example that they used. But just imagine if it's on another dimension, it's going to pop through every now and then because they're in like, I don't know what, like seven dimensions, we're in three. But those three dimensions, they're still in. So we could still see that bit crossing over every now and then come through to yeah. us as ghosts or as whatever. That's potential, yeah. Mm. The other thing I, as well is, have you seen... Um... Ghosts, so there's something there. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that there's a Canadian company that made a uh, almost perfectly working invisibility shield? Yeah, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Like yeah. that kind of tech as well is like that's the start of something there. That that yeah, could yeah. always be involved as well. Yeah. That's just light bending, isn't it, essentially? Yeah. And also talking of different universes, um, you know, different dimensions. Mm. They've dis they've recently been talking more and more about potentially being able to prove whether or not we are actually part of a parallel universe because like apparently some scientists have seen a glimpse of something that would suggest that yes there is at least one other dimension one other parallel universe well they've seen that apparently yeah i can't remember the exact thing i'll see if i can find it I thought of something else that I wanted to remember that I wanted to tell you about the whole conscious the 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 idea for the power of force is like and consciousness is what they're talking about about like people there's a lot more power to your thought in general and you can actually quantify it in this one um experiment that they do uh, there's a few different yeah. experiments but um one for example is putting a plant um sorry a a plant in the corner of a room and um a light in the middle and it will randomly point at a different corner um just at random times like a random number generator um but then if you go over to it and think and just keep saying over and over in your head you know think by it um to do it for the plant it will just start doing it more to the plant and that happens yeah. most times apparently um little Very things weird. little things as well like um random number generators as well there was something where you could uh no the heads and heads and tails thing um where you know you'll get the general heads and tails 50 percent, but then each time they do it like with the four when they're trying to focus on one in particular probability long or all, all in all it it, it, it actually what it increases by a, by a minuscule amount but an amount that is still but... rather statistically significant yeah yeah and yeah. there was one where um to put it on a bigger scale, uh, since for the past like 30, 40 years, there were these random number generators all over the world um, yeah. for a long-running experiment. And they... Um, it didn't have anything to do with the fucking... the number towers, is it? That's a fucking creepy thing. I don't know. Uh, this was mm. just looking at any, any correlations that um, happened. And basically, like, things like 9-11, things like, you know, the tsunami, for example, there would be... Um, weird blips there where it's like a particular number or a particular it was just acting differently in the 
certain way, you know, in a more organized, uniformed way than he would do yeah. other times. And it's like the correlation between that and this, yeah, Big this Captain sounds is an idea, you know. Yeah, this sounds a bit similar because because there was a, a thing, you know, did you ever play Black Ops, the original Call of Duty Black Ops? I, I probably did. Yeah, well, I did. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you remember playing? I think you're playing as Woods at one point. You sat there and and you're sort of being interviewed and there's like 13, 24, 18, 1, 14, 38, 4, 16, like that. Just random numbers. They exist. There are ran. There's there's number towers that you can fucking radio connect. You can tune into the radio of and they're mm. just doing that oh all yeah the time yeah yeah all the time yeah and again like supposedly there's sort of things in there where you can detect patterns in it that give you information yeah and some of the things have yeah, some of the things have, have supposedly been predicted and other things that are likely to happen in the future according to it like one of the ones was um britney spears winning an oscar at some point and it's like if that happens four years later the world ends so britney or, spears don't fucking do it don't you do it britney <laughs> i mean the world would basically be ended if she's fucking I mean, she doesn't even act does she oh she does how she was in um how oh. i met your mother oh yes yeah, shit she was yeah 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 she was quite good in that actually in a yeah, weird way like. as well yeah 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 that was, <laughs> fucking she's, oh, she's just insane enough and just a good enough actor where you could sort of buy it, if you know what I mean. If she got just the right role, yeah. maybe she could pull something off. I mean, Lady Gaga, I don't think she actually did it, but she, you know, did a good job anyway, from what yeah. I've heard. Like Lady Gaga managed to do it, and so yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, she seemed to do fine, and it was just, uh, A Star Is Born, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, know. the one with um, Brandon, uh, Brandon Cooper? Yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. So. Yeah, yeah. I've been, um, I've been watching some random films lately. I've been trying, like, during, like, the time since, like, um, uh, New Year's, I've been trying to just not make as much stuff and just relax and just watch stuff more and all that. Yeah, I tried that, yeah. It, it it's hard to well. do. <laughs> so good. I got completely yeah. out of um, my routine as well. And, like, I was just... Yeah. I was just shit. Yeah, apparently, when I'm not making stuff, I am a miserable bastard. Yeah, same here. I didn't even know it. I, I'm an absolute prick when I'm not being creative. Yeah, <laughs> you like me, like I would, I, apparently, yeah. I can't sit and enjoy a computer game anymore because I would just immediately start raging. Like I'd managed to get to a point where I was fairly chill, but I was trying to play Doom Eternal the other day, and my god, that game can suck a dick. <laughs> I got fuck me, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was about to say something, then, and it just made me think of Doom, and that was actually one game I really yeah. enjoyed—the newer Doom that came out, and Doom Eternal. Yeah, Doom Eternal. Isn't it? The next one. Oh no, Doom Doom uh, Doom twenty sixteen was uh yeah twenty sixteen. Doom yeah. Eternal was fairly recent, and then the DLC yeah, yeah. for it was um, Elder Gods Part One, which I haven't oh, played yet because I still haven't completed Doom Eternal because Doom Eternal's fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, my um, I'm quite good with games when it comes. To, uh, the move phase. I'm terrible with games, but I'm good that I can keep continuously playing them over and over. Like yeah. get through a level, I, I like playing it on hard or something, the hardest one, and then doing it yeah. over and over. Like Devil May Cry Four, I've been playing for about seven months now, and I'm yeah. almost 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Quote unquote, get good. That's the uh, that's the thing in it. <laughs> like I, I I am not being funny. A pretty good Dark Souls player. I know that's the uh, that's the where get good came from. But yeah, I I can. Wait, I can it... fuck people up in Dark Souls. <laughs> the RPG one. Yeah, it's the RPG one where it's everything in the world is already dead and it's a decaying world and you're sort of bringing the last ember of fire to the final resting place How... and you decide what you want to do with it. And... How can you even like beat someone at, at that low? Because it's not a lot of the RPG games. I remember them. It's very like just swing. Oh, swing. no, 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 not for not for <laughs> Dark Souls. No. Dark Souls is all hitbox based. It's all fucking action based. Like you can you can walk in, you get yourself a massive Zweihander, you hold it over the fucking the, over your back, you swing that bad boy at people. It's all about dodging and parrying and blocking and getting your timings right and then fucking okay. people up. At one point, I was in I was in an area of Dark Souls. I think I know which one you mean actually, because one of my mates yeah. loves all that stuff. Not goff dude. Yeah, yeah. I, think... I was playing Dark Souls three. And there's a bit where you go out on sort of this big open balcony and then like people will just attack you because that's just basically what people do there. And these two guys invaded me. Now, normally in a Dark Souls fight, if two people invade you, you're fucked. You got invaded by me. Yeah, I know what the fuck I'm doing in Dark Souls, bro. So these (laughs) two guys are fighting me. I'm doing my dodges. I'm doing my dodges. I'm doing my dodges. And the, the way you beat someone in Dark Souls, it's like the way you beat someone in poker. Right. When you're playing poker, you're not playing the cards. You're playing the other player. OK, so yeah. I mean, you're checking their tells. You're trying to figure out their patterns. So I'm Probably making a pattern. Yeah, I'm making a pattern that they can read. I dodge forward. I dodge back. I dodge right. I dodge forward. I dodge back. I dodge right. I dodge yeah. forward. I dodge back. I dodge forward. I smack them in the face. You just keep adapting and fucking them up and twisting it. And I kill the first guy. The second guy there, he starts trying to run away. No, you don't, boy. No, you fucking don't. Backstab. <laughs> I've Would never that- been good. At any PvP ever in my life, but I can kick ass at Dark Souls. Would that be about your best two-player game? You reckon in like best whatever like that? Yeah, in Dark Souls, I, that that was the best PvP. They, they were serious players, and and it took a lot to take them down. But I mean, yeah. like um, in regards to like gaming, like what game? If someone challenged you to a game of something, what would be your go-to oh, in regards to? I'd fuck them up in Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Yeah, I absolutely. Do. I fuck people up in Dark Souls. <laughs> I, I like Tekken. Yeah. I do. I'm a, I've always been a Tekken yeah. man. Fucking I'm love. so bad at fighting games. Oh, so Tekken. bad at them. Tekken's yeah. literally the only one I like because anyone can play it when you pick yeah. it up. It's button bashing. But at the same time, if you get good and get good with a person, you can get really good with that person, but still yeah. have a legitimate fight on your hands playing against, like my mom, for example, button bashing. She can still fucking kill yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you can't really do that with Mortal Kombat anymore. Mortal no. Kombat has become so refined that it's basically just pro players who can do it. And then yeah. the step above that is fucking Street Fighter, yeah. which is just ob fucking scene. I don't know how people can do that shit. Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't. It's like the blocking and the worst bit for me is like I've got controller here. The worst thing for me is when you're fucking playing one and you've got to do sort of. Hold circle 
and spin up at the same time and spin up and they can never get the fucking hit to go. No matter <laughs> what I do, I can yeah. never get the combo. Yeah. Did you um ever play oh shit, wait, I just thought of a game then. Oh, oh, deal with it. What? oh shit, wait. I, I thought of a game to ask you if you Oh yeah, okay. Did you ever play um Dragon Ball Tenkai Dragon Ball Budokai Tenkai? Oh. Nah, nah, that's never been my thing. They were the best nah. games. They were great. I got a, yeah. I got a particular friend who is one of them people that is ridiculously good at every game. I love him to bits, but he's an idiot generally. But yeah. with games, he's great. <laughs> Fucking pro, yeah. Um, yeah, mate. He can just. He's one of them. He can just kill any game. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that was the only game where I've ever been able to actually beat him on. Regularly beat him on. Regularly he beats me too. But that was one, number three. I got very good at that game. That and Guitar Hero. Oh no, he killed me on Guitar Hero. But I enjoyed Guitar yeah. Hero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked. Um, I liked it when when I was at university. That they they literally released uh, or just released the um, Monsters of Rock version or the World Tour Rock version, oh, yeah, which yeah. had yeah the giant box which had guitar in it the microphone in it the, oh yeah the, the yeah. drum set in it i spent so much time time playing those drums it was fucking unbelievable like i would sit there for about three hours straight playing fucking children of Bodom <laughs> on the drums just like on the extreme just slamming the shit out See, I, was, I, love that I was so excited to have the um drums on that uh, when i got them yeah. Because I'd been drumming like for a while at that point, because um, I think I got it late. And then I remember I was so happy to get it. And then we was playing around, and I tried to do it. And I hated it with a passion. Mm. Like it just felt wrong playing drums like yeah. that, like not knowing what I'm doing before until it comes off. It's like this isn't how you drum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got into the singing. It's like, it's like the guitars are awful as well and there are loads of people who played guitar here and they thought oh i might be able to play guitar now and then they picked up a guitar yeah like, what where why 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 do i have to put the fingers in places why don't i just hold it drums yeah. is the only one out of them that did give you some kind of transferable um mm. stuff from it it's you know. sort of the same thing it's not quite the same thing but it's sort of the same thing yeah it's the same thing in a lot of the um in a lot of the motions, you can learn a lot of the motions that way. And like certain things yeah. that you have to, like the muscle, muscle memory of certain things. But then at the same time, if you haven't been on a drum kit before that, you're not thinking about the accents, where you hit it, how to hit it, all that it kind was, of crap. It was a really good way to figure out how to get your tempo down as well. Yeah. 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 Shut up. So it's yeah, just when you're like, yeah, it's like, and if you missed a single one, you'd see it go past you. Like fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you ever been a drummer? Like, are you a drummer at all? Or no, my dad is though, or was oh. for a while. He was a professional drummer in a band called the Hamsters. Um, <laughs> yeah, they they, no. they 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 were voted the hardest working band in Britain by uh, Top Gear magazine. Yeah. Um, back in late nineties, early two thousand, something like that. Um, they had quite a big following actually, but. Uh, is that what got you into music? I'm yeah. guessing. Can you a bassist? Yeah, yeah, bassist. Yeah, I've got, I've got one right here. If I can just get you, uh, get. It's a bit dusty, but it's, uh, it's an Epiphone. Yeah, EB three. So it's the uh, the SG oh. version of the bass guitar. I do like beautiful. Those, to be honest, yeah, yeah, they're um, nice, aren't they? Yeah. 
Yeah. A bit like uh, Angus from ACDC, which everyone enjoys. I got that place up there, but that's just more of a fucking decoration than anything now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's one thing that I haven't got a drum kit like at the moment. I used to, but I miss mm. it so much. Like, that's one thing I really miss at the moment as well. Like, I, yeah. I don't want to do banding anymore in regards to like a career thing because I realized that quite a few years back, you know, my passion was not there for it. So I wasn't yeah. that passionate. I just enjoyed I wasn't playing that... drums. Same here. Yeah, I, I really liked playing bass guitar, but it was never, it wasn't even that I was never going to commit to it. It's just, I, I'm not the guy who sort of goes in a band, really, mm. if that makes sense. Like, comedian, stand-up made a lot more sense because it's just like, you just go on the stage and if you fuck up, it's on you. Yeah, it's all on you. But the yeah. amount of times I've played a gig with, with people and they'd fuck something up, and I was like, I wouldn't have fucked that up. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Is such a shitty way to look at your bandmates, you know what I mean? But like oh. that's that's sort of the mentality I had. I thought you were talking about comedy yeah. then. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Yeah. I, I think oh. it's, it's a lot harder to say someone's bad at comedy. In oh. all ways, like you can tell when someone's shit at music because it sounds fucking awful. And but I've seen people like... laugh at terrible jokes and love them. Yeah. <laughs> It's the delivery and all that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I I love a terrible joke. I fuck it, as you know. I love a terrible joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, no. Um, I was going to say though, the, the difference between like the music thing is though, when you see like a band play or something, they've practiced that thing. That's like a, a set, you've played it over and like we always said. You know, yeah. you never you never really ready to play a song in front of people until you're tired of playing that song, until you don't enjoy yeah. playing that song anymore. Yeah, once you're doing it on automatic pilot and you don't even have to think about it, and while you're playing the song, you're thinking about what you're going to have uh, after the gig, whether you're going to go for a Chinese or a kebab, that is that yeah. is when you're perfect, yeah. Or thinking, I am so high right now. It's usually... Yeah. <laughs> I did have one of those. I had one of those when I was in a punk band ages ago. Um before I even went to university and you know, they were all fairly, fairly into, into their smoking. And I was a absolute novice at weed at the time. Yeah. But I remember getting so fucking high whilst playing the bass that I, I swear, I swear on my mum's life. It looked as though I was playing the bass the wrong way round. Like as I moved my fingers up the fret, it felt like they were getting closer to me. As I was bringing him down, it felt like it was getting further away. It's like this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. I bet it, I wouldn't have been surprised though if, like, from the outside, it probably sounded sweet. It sounded fucking spot on because I was yeah. so desperately concentrating on my finger placement. Everything was so precise. <laughs> <laughs> I think my uh, weirdest one was um, I remember like there was one because back then you could like go and get like high or have a proper night out or something back when I was like 20 yeah. and be fine the yeah. next day. I remember we did that the one time yeah. when we was going through more of our druggy stage and we had like loads of ease and stuff the night before. Um mm. And then the next day it was all good in the end. And then we went and played a gig at um, the Roadhouse on the night. Um, and I sat down and as soon as we started, it was like a point when our set started, I just suddenly, I don't know, it was like everything kicked up in my stomach again and I was pulled to hell. 
out of nowhere. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's nine times out of ten. I felt like I was doing this crazy answer the whole time. I might have been. I don't know. You might well have been. Yeah, amazing. Oh, yeah. I've never, I've never, I've never been able to. I've never been in public on on anything like that. I could never do. I could Don't never go to a rave on MDMA or something like that. Yeah. It just sounds horrible. Like people it's crazy, out there. No, because you. I can't imagine anything worse than being in a club or something like that, surrounded by sweaty people I don't know, while I'm slightly anxious from being on MDMA. And thing, then, yeah, that yeah. as soon as you get that first anxious feeling, it's there, and that's then it. Night ruined. Yeah. Exactly, and not only that, but like someone else is in control of the music. To me, that is fucking sacrilege. <laughs> that like the whole point of that fucking thing is for me is to get like a few friends that you really, really like together to sit in a room, chill, relax, gradually build up the night, and then you start mm-hmm. playing the music. And one person goes, oh, I've got this excellent track. And by the time that track's about to finish, someone else goes, oh, I know exactly what to play next. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I love that, man. Like when you're just sort of riding the waves and then you're just getting higher and higher. <laughs> I know you said it. I had a whole bit about it in my set. Like my 10-minute set about um uh, uh adrenaline junkies and and getting a high in the comparisons between the two and my favorite joke out of it was the only difference between a heroin junkie and adrenaline junkie is when a heroin addict dies you pick them up off the street and when an adrenaline junkie dies you fucking hose them off <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I, mm. I can't even just thinking off the top of my head. I can't even remember any of my set. My, my set's completely. I, I pretty much like just yeah. got rid of it and started again. It just melts away after a while. The only reason I I remember these is because I've I spent so long trying to learn them off by heart. So yeah. fucking long. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Still haven't got yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of them. I think it's going to be hard to do any of it until we're there doing it over and over again. I think one good thing about all this is it's for me anyway, personally, I'm not taking for granted at all, like going to gigs now and practicing this stuff and doing all that. Like I took it for granted before and I'd get in my head and get nervous or something. And we all get fucking nervous, but it's, Sometimes yeah. you find yourself going, oh, do I have to do this gig? Is it worth doing this yeah. gig? Or shall I just sort of fuck it off and do the next one? It's like, not yeah, yeah. ever again am I going to think yeah. that. So I'm going to yeah. do every goddamn gig I can. <laughs> we just find the positives in a big negative, Nathan. <laughs> That's what life's about, especially at the moment. I mean, is. again, like, imagine if we'd never had the pandemic come along, man. Like, this whole podcast wouldn't really exist in the way it does no this wouldn't you know and the quiz off wouldn't either i mean you know um uh the in your house podcast was pretty fucking good as a as a starter but like this stuff like it's 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 definitely pushed what you can do to a new level i think yeah and it's just you know it's the same with uh, with loads of people I know, like uh, Leanne Eastope, she's doing loads more stuff now than she ever did before. Um, my episode, I did an episode with her. It's quite yeah. Funny. I've, I've got, I've got. I think I've got to to edit that at some point soon. But like the last version of it I was given didn't didn't 
copyright and it corrupted, which was really annoying. Because okay. I managed to change it over and I could get the audio, patchy <laughs> audio for some reason, but for the entire screen was completely fucking black, which helpful. Okay. Well, it, yeah. It, it can't be done then. It's no worry on my It will, it will be done yeah. eventually. And worst case scenario, we'll figure something out. <laughs> Yeah. Or, you know, Leanne will figure something out. Yeah. I am merely her editor, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking, actually, during this, um, would you still be up for doing that Dungeons & Dragons thing, then? Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll work some... Um, how many people do you think we should look for? So if you're Dungeon Mastering... Well, and then it, I'll... It's, it, it comes down to a role thing, really. Because actually, when it comes my, to... uh, let's end the podcast before we chat this actually yeah okay right okay okay let's 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 uh, uh let's do the outro let's do the outro this thank you this for listening outro. everyone you know this yeah. stuff right now we'll be back yeah. um the comedian quiz off of course we'll be back on wednesday as we said a variety of people can't say who yet because don't quietly know don't actually know no few of them we'll, <laughs> we'll sort figure it out, it out. Yeah, yeah it, you know me. It's always the last day or so. I've, I've got um, two new rounds that are going to be popping up. Of um, oh, one of them's called or some variation of Mount Dunsmore, um, and then something to do with betting, where you have to bet your points. But I'm, I'm figuring it out. I <laughs> like that idea. That's good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like you get, you get like a category like um board games and then you say i reckon i could name 12 and then if you name the 12 you get 12 points if you I fail like you lose 12 points i like that that's good yeah, yeah that's a good system yeah, yeah uh but yeah anyway so thank you very much yeah. then guys as we said before check out post-apocalyptic metal treehouse episodes one to three oh yeah where can i get that nathan uh, you can find Post Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse on YouTube at Dead uh, Dead Man Dancing or It's Dead Man Dancing. I can't be sure entirely. It was Dead you'll Man find Dancing. it. Just put in Post Apocalyptic yeah. Metal Treehouse and you'll find it. Uh, SoundCloud, you can get it. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, basically wherever you can listen to something, you can hear Post Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse. It's getting very interesting at this point as well. It's, it's taken hilarious. four months, four fucking months to write this most recent episode because it is about to get fucking serial, people. <laughs> I showed it to my girlfriend and he's just, he, do, he just has hardly any humour in his life. He just doesn't laugh at things, but yeah. he finds that fucking hilarious. Hell yeah, that's what I like to hear. Like a goth laugh, man, that's saying something. Yeah, man. But, um, oh, yeah, before I forget. Yeah. The uh, the main bad guy is going to be arriving in this episode as well. That's right. Okay. This ain't your normal sketch show. This is a sketch show that fucks with the idea of what a sketch show can be. Yeah. Oh, shit. Are we going to go meta? <laughs> oh, we're going to go meta. <laughs> oh, I don't know why this made me think of it. Completely unrelated. Did you hear that um, Deadpool is going to be in the MCU but still R-rated? Yeah, I'm into that. I'm really yeah. into that. They've got the X-Men back in, and that's going to be fun as well. And then we've got the Fantastic Four arriving soon, yeah. which means it's almost certain that there's going to be that planet-eating motherfucker out there. And that's going to be sweet. <laughs> Galactus, bro. Fucking Galactus. I can't wait for the moment that Deadpool appears in like another film, like Spider-Man, for example. And yeah. He oh. and he 
he says something and he beeps out or something and he's like, oh yeah, I can't swear because it's a PG-13 or something. Yeah, yeah. Makes what the they need to do it. though is they need to, Sony need to man the fuck up and make Venom an 18. They need to man the fuck up. <laughs> you know, I thought about it before though, what, there's not that much more for an 18 than there is to a 15. It's not the gore yeah. lot of it, is it? It's the tits. And it's the tits and sexual stuff and drug use and yeah. yeah. To be honest, yeah, you can you could probably get away with a really good fifteen venom very easily. But like venom is supposed to be nasty and brutal and evil. And I I genuinely like that last movie, but it's like it's a really good Sam Raimi series, like Spider Man movie, if you know what I mean, superhero movie. It's not like a modern superhero movie. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah, yeah. That, that was rated R, wasn't it? That wasn't. Nah, that was that was a PG uh, or twelve A. Fifteen. Venom was a fifteen. Yeah, I'm just checking it now. It was a fifteen. You're I thought it kidding was. me? God damn! There should have been way more blood in it. Way more blood. Way more death. Way more violence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and to be fair, yeah, and considering you know you look at Endgame, Thanos had his head chopped off right at the beginning. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You know, you know what the difference is? Budget. Money. That's that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. <laughs> money, money, money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right then. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's everything there. And of course, the new sponsor it. down the bottom, KD Creative Media Productions. Apparently, it's a really attractive guy that runs this. If you need any logos, any overlays, any anything media related, um let me know visual more so because i just prefer doing that and i don't want to pull my hair out when it comes to podcast editing etc blah words i'm done it takes a long time it takes a very long time it's slightly so draining yeah yeah it is a bit but it's worth it oh yeah <laughs> I, I i much prefer leaving i i think a lot of people like the proper like um natural chat anyway so i leave mine as much as i can just unedited yeah, yeah, best thing to do. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, then. Cool. thank you very much, people, and we will see, see you, you next week. Hell yeah. Yes.